Dad, why do we have rules? Well, so people can live together in peace and harmony. Hmm. I don't know if we have too many rules or not enough. Maybe we have too many people. Then we need more rules. Then we have less freedom. What do we do about that? You just put your small thumb on a big question. I've counted to 17, so uh, that should be enough of a countdown to start. Uh, The intro to Episode 8. Hey there, everybody. Welcome to Episode 8 of the No Wrong Answers Comedy Podcast. My name is Dave Martin. I'm your host, your uh, producer, your broadcaster. I don't know. Broadcaster? That doesn't... That feels like it carries more weight than it should when it's talking about a podcast, but... I suppose I'm broadcasting. Why not? But I'm the man responsible for everything that you are about to hear for the next uh, hour and a half. It's a bit of a long episode, this one, but uh, we had a lot of fun talking to uh, three friends of mine. Uh, They're all not uh, typical comedians, but they are all funny and they are all enjoyable in their own unique ways. The guests this week are uh, Dan Loransky, George Westerholm, and Kevin McDonald. Uh, what can I say about these guys? Uh, Dan Loransky's a, a friend of mine for a long time. Well, they all have been friends of mine for quite a while, but uh, Dan is the former host of Live Audio Wrestling, uh, the uh, pro wrestling and MMA uh, radio show that uh, has a long history to it, and uh, I think you can still get it on iTunes, possibly, and listen to some old shows and some old interviews, but that sa- show, sadly, is not with us anymore, but Dan is the um, uh, producer of a... Uh, of a monthly uh, film night uh, that they have at the uh, place called uh, the Trash Palace, or the night is actually called the Trash Palace, but the location is Cinecycle, which is in downtown Toronto uh, near uh, Queen Street West and Spadina. And Dan is also the drummer for the Cliff Divers, which is the band that provides the music for this show. Uh, every episode that you hear, that is the Cliff Divers that you're hearing. So if you're in the greater Toronto area, go and try to check them out. They're always a lot of fun. And the second guest is uh, George Westerholm, and George is a, uh, a long-time uh, comedian and uh, performer and uh, uh, absolutely fabulous musician, uh, guitar player, and he uh, does sort of a very sort of a rockabilly uh, sort of uh, thing going on that he does, and, uh, but he sings uh, funny songs, rock and roll songs. And he plays around Toronto, and he's a uh, he's been at the uh, Just for Laughs Comedy Festival in Montreal and the uh, Winnipeg Comedy Festival. He's appeared there numerous times, and uh, he is also one of the writers for the Rick Mercer Report, uh, the uh, CBC show. So you can go and check that out. Uh, very very good uh, uh, times with uh, George Westerholm, and you can always uh, find out more about George Westerholm at georgewesterholm.com. And uh, you can find out more from Dan Loransky by going to uh, looking him up on Facebook. And he, there is a, uh, a Facebook page for Dan Loransky's uh, Trash Palace and his band, The Cliff Divers, have their own Facebook page. So go and look at that up. And the third guest is uh, Kevin McDonald. I've known him for a whole long time. Uh, a whole long time? Is that? I don't know. Fuck it. So uh, anyways, I've known Kevin for almost 20 years now. Very, very funny guy, and uh, he is um, the producer of a monthly comedy show uh, near Woodbine and the Danforth in Toronto uh, called Harut. It is a uh, fun little show that they do every uh, once a month on the Friday, and uh, so go and uh, find out that show, and you can look him up on Facebook and I believe on Twitter, and you can find him at uh, Kevlar2000. 
So uh, Kevin McDonald, Dan Loransky, George Westrom are the guests this week on the show. And uh, the questions that we ask are, number one, what would your comic book superpower be? And uh, question number two, uh, if every time that you walked into a room, a TV show theme would start playing, what uh, theme would that be? Question number three, if you had to be the spokesperson for any company, what company would that be? Question number four, um, what band would you uh, want to go on the road with as a reporter? Um, any band in history? Sort of like that uh, movie Almost Famous. And uh, so question number five, uh, would you rather get caught urinating in an alleyway or buying uh, porn in a magazine, magazine porn in a convenience store? And question number six, uh, what, is the, uh, what is the most overrated band in the history of music and what is the most underrated band in the history of music? And number seven, if you had to give up one thing, uh, either peeing or pooing, what would that be? Uh, it's a bodily function question, and it's kind of gross, but uh, everyone always has a good time answering it because um, everybody pisses, everybody shits. What can I say? And uh, the last question, and I didn't include it on here because everyone gave the same answer, um, but um, I usually try to ask, uh, what are you thankful for? And uh, everybody said uh, music. That was the one thing that everyone was uh, thankful for. Everyone's thankful for music. And a lot of people had things that they would want to add on to that. But the first answer everyone had was, what are you thankful for? Music. And um, before we uh, start listening to the, uh, to the group, to the guys answering questions, um, uh, you can find me always at uh, DaveMartinWorld.com uh, is the website. And you can find me on Twitter at both DaveMartinWorld and you can find the uh, Twitter handle for this particular podcast at No Wrong Answers. That is no underscore wrong answers on Twitter. And you can find me on Instagram at uh, it's a comedian Dave Martin on uh, Instagram. So there you go. And you can look me up on Facebook and uh, my fan page. Ugh, as much as I hate saying that, uh, my fan page is uh, Dave Martin is dealing with it on Facebook. So go and look up all those ways to get in touch with me all those ways to get in touch with uh, my guests today. And I uh, hope you enjoy this episode of the No Wrong Answers Comedy Podcast. All right, take it away. Here we go. Because they want that little clip to go viral, yeah. and so then they still make a big deal out of it when really they could just ignore it and then just go on with the interview. Yeah. But the fact that it wouldn't go viral, right? Yeah. But the fact they make a big deal out of it. Oh, Diane Keaton swore on live TV, yeah. and then that somehow gets people to like want to. They're sort of like, well, that'll make people want to tune into our show yeah. to know that people because get all caught live. Yeah. yeah, well, you know, everyone's going to like show up and like start. Isn't, isn't that a thing from the fucking? Like a 1950s thing. Seems like cares, yeah. man. Did you hear about that uh, that uh, fighter pilot in the states that took the plane and he did a dick in the sky? Yes, yes. I heard this was and, just a couple of days ago. And you know yeah. what? And then the, and then the uh, women are saying, "What am I going to tell my son? Tell him it's a dick in the sky. <laughs> like, what's the problem? <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's it's all over your textbooks at school. Right? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's, it's so stupid. Well, man. what happened to just saying to your kid, "Oh, that's nothing." And then just moving on, like, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 If you don't want to say, of yeah. like, or what's what Matt was saying? There's a dick in the sky. That's hilarious. That yeah. cat did it. Yeah. You know? Or just that's just some clouds, yeah. or that's a banana. Right. 
Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, don't, I can't even think about the number of times probably when I asked my parents what something was as a kid growing up, and they were just like, oh, that's nothing. And I was yeah. just like, well, I guess that was nothing. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. My no, dumb, well, you my dumb kid day. Yeah, they move sure. on. They ch- well, they change the subject. Yeah, and you're just yeah. like, okay, well, I guess that was. Well, it's <laughs> the whole thing. It's just like the, the more, the, the bigger deal that you make out of something, the more the kid's going to be like, oh, that's whoa, right. exactly. what is yeah. that? I want to. I want to find out what that word means. That's right. You know. Um, well, that's why I've always been baffled by the whole concept when people go like, you know, if you swear and there's children around, it's like, oh, don't swear much. It's like, at what point is a kid allowed to swear or is a kid going to hear swearing? Well, he's going to hear it at school. Like, yeah, so kids, of course. When 100%. I was in public school, kids swore. There were kids who swore all constantly. Yeah. So, like, age. it's like, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. who? And at some point, the kid's going to learn that swearing exists. It's, so it's, it's a like, slippery slope. Then they're watching Orange is the well, New Black. Well, especially, <laughs> that's the thing, especially and never the sleeping internet. again. Yeah. With the Internet, it makes it even really easier. Oh yeah, so yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, well, it's see, not, I, they don't have to search for dad's Playboys hidden under the couch cushions. Yeah, now they can just go to the internet or whatever. Yeah, which yeah, is a yeah. shame. I don't have to find my dad's porn magazine. Used to keep them in the under the cushions on the couch. That was his spot. My wow. dad was like in the living room. Yeah, and you wouldn't you hear crinkling when you sat down? No, like a, no, no, no. It was really weird. That's I, the I, best. I'm to remember how I actually discovered it. Oh, well, it wouldn't have taken much. Probably looking for change once. You were like, oh, man, (laughs) (laughs) fuck fuck loose change. Look what I found. That's right. It's better than the quarter. I don't need to collect change to buy porn. I got a whole library of of smut right underneath the couch. It's weird that it would just be out in the open. That would almost imply that when no one else was in the house, and he was just sitting there watching TV or something like that. He'd just sort of sit up, take out a magazine. Yeah. I need this shirt close by. Peeling through him. Well, I know. guess that was he My felt dad safe. Kept it in the nightstand. That it was, was a safe place. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I, I I feel bad that like yeah that there isn't any sort of like you don't have to put a lot of effort into finding porn anymore as no. a no, as a kid. Just all. a few no. clicks. But even the swearing thing, it's sort of like the bigger uh, of a deal that you make out of someone swearing, the more the kid's going to be like, oh, that's a word I'm yeah. going to use yeah. more often, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's like I still can't I say it it's or I, st- I still remember, yeah. you know, the movie, the, uh, you know, the Monty Python movie, Meaning of Life. Yeah. You know, the scene where the guys um, he's being chased after the topless girls oh, in right. roller skates. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, like, I remember when I first saw that, like, I didn't even know what the, the joke was. The maker of the film has to pick out the way pick that the way he, he wants yeah. to die. He gets yeah. to die. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I remember as a kid, I was just like, oh, man, that guy's gay, man. That's why he's running away from his <laughs> chicks. <laughs> And See, I remember I I, and, and every kid in school, I, like we were on grade six or something like that when that movie came out. Turns so we were all, was gay. everyone was sort of like, oh, that's man, right. That's and right. Did, did you see right. the scene with the gay guy where he's running away from the women? And we're like, oh, man, that's the funniest scene ever, man. And then like, that's all the explanation we needed. Yeah. And, yeah. and it was still a funny enough joke to us. Yeah. And then years down, you know, then years later, you actually it's r- not listen to it. It's funny. Well, no, it's not as funny. I mean, it's still funny, but you're sort of like, it's almost more funny that, oh, oh, that's what I thought the joke well, was. No, all right. Part is he was gay. Yeah, yeah. It was Chat Graham. Chat- oh yeah, yeah. So you gotta it wonder if, it, if that, that was scene, even an inside right? joke. Right, yeah. Right, it was right, like, right. It why don't you? Yeah, 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 it could have been. Yeah. So you guys heard that uh, Charles Manson actually officially died today? He oh, he did, did die. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I heard yeah. Malcolm Young. Yeah. ACDC. He I died. ACDC all day today. Yeah. yeah. And then, um, no Charles Manson. I didn't hear about Charles Manson. Well, I guess Charles Manson was on. Someone posted something. I thought maybe that's what it was. Well, I think it was sort of like the Tom Petty thing. I think Tom. Charles Manson was on his deathbed, 
and it was oh, reports of him dying. Yeah. But I guess, and that was from yesterday. So how old was he? He's in his seventies. Yeah, right? yeah. Maybe like late seventies yeah, or yeah, something yeah. like that. More like a wow. death cot. Yeah. yeah. My first thought was, now I'm never going to get my Beatles and uh, Beach Boy albums back. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> he loved those man uh, alright well you know guys know what I sent you guys some questions earlier mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, I'm gonna we'll read off the questions and I'm gonna press this timer and when we get to the 10 minute mark uh, we will move on I would just like to say for those listening George has matching shock socks with his shirt mm-hmm. that's pretty amazing yeah well I you know it would have been cooler if I had um, socks that matched his shirt. Yeah. Wow. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I have, pan- I have pants and underwear that matches the same shirt. The, it'd be nice to him. You could have the whole ensemble. Yeah, that's right. It'd be nice that's if people could get over the whole black socks and, and white and uh, – no, the, uh, the white socks and black shoes. Thing. Why is that – I've never understood why is that a fashion faux pas. I've always thought white socks with black shoes looked better anyway. It looks – I always think it looks fine by me. Yeah, I think so too. And I think it's I think it's an era thing because if you go back to the 50s, Martin and Lewis, they wore like uh, white socks and black shoes, and it looked dynamite. Yeah, right. yeah and it looked really cool. Well, I mean, Gene, I think Gene Kelly and Frank yeah. Sinatra and all the I I girlfriends did. be like, "What are you doing?" And I'm yeah. like, I know. "Dressing yeah, I up." It drives women crazy. Like you just it does. Drop, oh, like yeah. you just drop the n bomb in like oh, uh, yeah. conversations. Of, why? Why is know. that so important to them? And the yeah. thing is, a lot of times it's when you're wearing a suit or something. Yeah, and they're not going to see it unless you're sitting down exactly. at a table yeah. where yeah. they can actually see. Yeah. But so why is it? But yeah, it's hilarious. But so yeah, it just, just, just it drives just it drives women crazy. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And there was actually a, you like, are not I was going at, out in that. I was absolute. Uh, I was at absolute yeah, like a couple weeks ago, and then whoever was the guy I'm seeing was saw that I had black shoes and and white socks, and he immediately started giving me shit for it. I'm like. Wait a minute! What, what universe is this terrible in? <laughs> That's right. Just, yeah. You know, yeah, clearly not hurting anyone. Yeah. Not like, <laughs> not like I'm screaming racial slurs out, out loud or anything. And like his that. white socks are clean. They're not yeah. dirty yeah. white socks. Yeah. No, no, of course not. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, um, so let's uh, we'll start. Okay. Question number one. I uh, always find this is a good one to sort of start things off with, and you can be as serious or as uh, as as fun as you'd like. But if you had to have like a comic book superpower. Uh, what would it be? Like, that you could do anything, anything at all in the world. I always think, like, flying or mind flying control would be good. Mind control, yeah. Who has that superpower? Uh, well, oh, there's lots of guys that have that. Well, what's yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, that's a common The guy from X-Men. Uh, um, um, well, Professor uh, X. Yeah, Professor X. Professor yeah. X, yeah. yeah. All right. And then, so, okay, so, Dan, if you had to choose one. Well, you know what? I was always a big fan of the guys that could stretch. Like Mr. Fantastic <laughs> right. or Plastic Man or the Elongated Man. I always just thought that was the coolest power to be able to stretch any of your body limbs in any way. Like, you know, spy on people by just stretching your neck and sending your head around right. the corner to, to look at them and stuff like that. Or, and I, it just it looked like a fun power. It, maybe not the most practical powers. Maybe you're not going to get a lot accomplished. And a lot of those times in the stories, those guys were not a lot of help, but I, I just always thought it was, a, I always thought it was a really cool power. Now, could Mr. Fantastic go through a keyhole if he wanted yes. to? Yeah. Yes. Yes. I, I remember a comic where he did that. Well, like under the door, but like how micers, how thin could he get? Oh, they could get, they could get like super thin. Yeah. yeah Elastigirl. Elastigirl. Yeah. yeah. Like, I guess there's no point in me poking holes in his superpower when it really is he could do anything. Yeah. 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 yeah there's no real. <laughs> well, actually. There are limitations to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But it's a I comic always, book. There's no limitation. Yeah. <laughs> but I always thought Mr. Fantastic was the one thing I also remember. And I, okay, I'm gonna bring up fairly childhood, childish things when it came to like superpowers and things like that. But every kid would be always like, 
you know, they'd be like, oh, man. So, uh, the, you know, the, the thing, the guy yeah. was made out of rocks. So everyone in school, I remember in grade school. What's his like, dick? Is his like, dick yeah. a piece of rock, too, <laughs> man? Of yeah. And same with Mr. Fantastic. Oh, man, he can stretch it as long as he wants, man. He can, <laughs> he can fuck her while she's on the other side of the room. <laughs> oh, fuck her around the corner, yeah, man. <laughs> You're so long and thin. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, yeah. I mean, I, I thought... I thought that that just seemed like a not. Uh, but what was the thing? One thing that everyone always like was like, "Oh, thank God, Mister Fantastic's here." Well, he was the smart one, though. It's not that he wasn't so much about his power with him. It was the fact that he was the brains of the operation, oh, right? For his mind, yeah. yeah nice. right. I mean, they had to give him progressive a power. thinking. I mean, I look, mean. they gave all the good. I mean, Human Torch, Invisible Girl, and and the thing. They really kind of got the bulk of what you call good powers. Whereas his is kind of like you know. I, that's why I liked it because it was just kind of silly, but yet he was the smartest guy in the group. Well, I guess he could not—he couldn't necessarily fly, but he could. Uh, if he was on the top of a building, he could do that. He whole could swing sl- himself. He could. My favorite was he would make himself into a slingshot and send the thing flying at the Doctor Doom or something like yeah. that. Or you know, I just—you could have fun. You could be a bit more imaginative with his power than say being able to pound the shit out of everybody. Or right. Or but. Um, uh, or he could do like that flying squirrel thing where he would have like yeah, he make wings he, uh, yep, underneath his yep, arms and yep. stuff. Yeah, but uh, I always uh, liked him, but I always did get uh, sort of question his uh, his uh, the, the practicality of his of this power. <laughs> well, there but you go. but also it's sort of like yeah, he's the, he's the smart guy in in the situation. Yeah. But also I always felt bad. I always I know he was a super he was a cartoon character, but he was uh, I always felt bad for the thing because the thing could never. Trans go back to being no, human. No, he was, he was. That was it. He was stuck. He was. That was an ongoing life. story where Mister Fantastic was trying to find cures where he could do that and never did. Right. Right. Now, did they ever address like, like did they, he the, had the, a girlfriend? The thing had a blind girlfriend. Oh well, there you go. But yeah. I mean, well, she would have to use her hands and stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> she would know. It's like oh, she yeah. would know that he's a piece of rock. Yeah. But uh, but did they ever address like what's uh, like if. Did the thing ever go to the bathroom or anything like that? It was, I don't remember ever reading a story like that. <laughs> no. I do remember one where him and the torch it's met like the Beatles, but I don't remember him ever having to go to the bathroom. Well, me, yeah, well, I guess me, it was just oil came out. <laughs> yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> or pebbles or sand. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was one of those things they didn't really talk about. <laughs> and so, uh, George, uh, a, uh, a superpower of... I remember it can be anything. It could be anything. Yeah. Well, you know, mine's my, I guess, fairly mundane. I don't know. Uh, but I, as someone who's chronically late, see, I think uh, the Flash would be a oh, great uh, okay. superpower because uh, then you could be running late, super late. You could nev- well, you'd actually never be late, I don't think. Like, can, can even he? if you left at a microsecond of time, you'd get there. Like, right. Especially in the comic in the 60s, they really exaggerated that. Like, he could run around the Earth 75 times in 0.5 of a second, right? Okay. But, see, so that's... You would, I would have no but, problem. But I mean, but people late. who are yeah. no, but people who are chronically late. What if you're like because you think you're the Flash? You're like, oh fuck, I got all the time in the world, and the thing starts at three, and three you haven't left yet. Right, you'd then be you're there late. so then fast you're late. that they would think you're still on time. <laughs> That's right, right. Your lateness would be microsecond <laughs> lateness. <laughs> that would be good. I could live with that. That would be huge. Can't leave at three. You leave at three oh five. You go. All right, I got here. Oh, you're I always wondered though. Become even lazier. <laughs> he could run super backwards and run backwards in time and actually show up before. See, Dan's a problem solver over here. I know. I know. He was one of my favorite comics when I was little. And they used the '60s ones. They were really scientific, and they were always doing stories and yeah. stuff about like that, where he was had to run around the earth seventy-five times to change the rotation to. Subvert this villain, but or whatever. could he, he like, didn't make time go backwards, did he? 
No, I don't think so. That was that one Superman one where I was sort of like, even like, you know what? I think even if the world turned around backwards, I don't think that would make time go backwards. Right, right. What was that, Superman 2 or 3? Uh, one of them, yeah, yeah. One of them, yeah. So I, like, yeah. I, I had to call bullshit on that one. <laughs> even as a tra- even as an eight year old, I scream bullshit in the movie theaters. Yeah. I always wonder though, with the Flash though, like if you had a knapsack or if you had a guitar case, like would that slow you down at all, well, or or catch on fire? Yeah, that's what I was <laughs> right. gonna say. You would it would be destroyed. It would catch on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It would be burned up in the. Fridge. See, then I'd have a hard time. What's then? You'd have to. Well, you'd have no. to get the bag made out of the same thing as his suit or whatever. That's right. I that guess or just so. have yeah, a courier ahead of you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just I, there there are moments there where I see the inconvenience of the uh, of the, the of, of the speed sure. of having that. Oh, it, well, you know, it's I, a burden. It, it, <laughs> they illustrate that with great responsibility comes with uh, <laughs> That's having right. that power. But well, one one I know one superpower I would not like to have for sure is the Hulk because you ruin your suit every time. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and I, I, yeah. I, I don't want to ruin my suits. Man. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's true. You're a good dresser. Well, so, you know, you know, I, I just like them, you know. You know? Yeah. And, and if that, you know, because could he can he couldn't control his temper, right? He just become enraged. Yeah, yeah. He would get pissed, and that would it would start the transformation. See, you could never right? dress in a good suit, man. No, he wrecked so you much. You would never clothing. know. Yeah, but yeah, he, he always had so those much. those jean shorts where it was like very early spandex. He must have had because well, I think no, spandex they were more like a ripped pair of pants. Well, I always thought they were like sort of. Well, they looked like. Well, they were always shorts. He never had pants, though. Well, they were no, at least down to the knee. Pa- they weren't. He, the Hulk wasn't like superhero tights like Superman or yeah. something like that. Yeah. No. 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 All right. Well, I just. <laughs> I think I would choose. Don't tele- argue with the comic geek. <laughs> no, no, I'm not, I'm not about to. I'm not about to. But I, I would just think that uh, I would always choose teleportation only if I could teleport items with me. Right. Because That's I always think it's like if you're the Flash, then and like. If you're late for a gig, you'd be like, well, how am I going to get my guitar here? Right. And then you'd have to be like, oh, guys, I'm only singing this to show. I'm, <laughs> right. I'm late. Yeah. Or you'd have to somehow get your guitar. But then you're not using your powers for good. You're just using your powers for convenience. Well, what's <laughs> that? What's, what good are your powers then? <laughs> right. If, well, uh, no, but your powers for good are that you don't piss off people for being late. For being late. You know, that, that, that's, that yep. that's a power for good. There's less, less pissed off people. You're, sure, the considerate, yeah. you're the considerate flash. But <laughs> yeah, then, then you'd almost want like, oh, well, why, why wouldn't I just take the, the uh, power to, uh, to stop time? And then you could just walk to wherever you're going and then, then just restart time. Once you got there, that would be another good one too. That's true. And then, uh, yeah, then then you could just sort of like just wherever was, you know, go around traffic and stuff like that. Get to wherever you're gonna be. Yeah. Because I'm chronically late too. I'm horrible at that. It'd be great yeah, to stop hard. time for like two or three days and just <laughs> fucking take your time and lounge around and do whatever the fuck you want and. Oh you man, know. yeah, you could just catch up on a whole season of a TV yeah, show. That's what, I'm yeah, I'm gonna binge yeah. watch Stranger Things now while I <laughs> I, sh- I shut down time for the rest of the world. But but th- but then what happens to everybody else? Like they just think you look like shit after eight months. Wow, well, they're like, what yeah, happened too. to you? Yeah, man? that's right. <laughs> yeah, they, come, they yeah. come out of their spin. I've, li- oh. I've lived for sixteen yeah. years. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, you got a full beard. You don't. Yeah, have to yeah. 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 Say, oh, uh, I've been away for a while. What, like five minutes? Yeah. <laughs> you just went to take a piss, and you come back with a full beard. That's right. And a tuxedo on. <laughs> oh, guys, this is a good one. <laughs> you won't believe what I can do. <laughs> yeah, and I just use it to binge watch TV shows. That's it. That's all I use for. Uh, Kevin, what uh, a uh, superpower for yourself? Um, I, it would have to be flying. I know that's really lame. Flying it's not, is an easy one. It's not, we're is, not though, going to superpower shame you at all. Okay, good. Okay. Because, But also, I'm afraid of heights. So the best part about it is you just hear. 
hear me screaming coming through the sky all the time. Like that Hopefully like, you'd be used to it. Be like, yeah, I don't know. You I could be the screamer, and that, that would be because I'd just be, oh, I, I'm going to die. A lot of that. I think that uh, hopefully you'd be used to it and you would get over the the screaming I part. I doubt it. I doubt it. It's so it's gotten worse as I've gotten older. So. But some, oh yeah, 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 yeah. You're yeah. getting more. Oh yeah, oh, it's awful. But I've heard some people say that like uh, if you chose uh, then if you if you were flying not like you but you could dictate how fast you would fly because everyone's like oh well what if you hit a building oh you'd yeah be no. Like, uh, well, no yeah hovering would be awesome yeah you could just <laughs> fly at a medium pace you don't yeah. uh, slowly hover only six feet above it yeah. Yeah. yeah but it's like, like I, I used to have i used yeah. to have dreams when i was a kid i, I remember the old jugs of milk i used to get yeah oh, do, I, oh, do I ever and i used to have this dream all the time where i could fly on those like i could bounce on it and i could just fly on those. oh wow <laughs> so i still have a weird affection for those old jugs old of milk, milk because jug. they gave me the power of flight when i slept <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have, okay. All right. Well, I won't. Uh, I'll stop right there. All right. Uh, next question is, um, okay, if every time you walked in a room uh, and there were people in it, there would be a, a TV show theme would play, which theme would it be? Like, you know, every time. Yeah. Almost yeah. Sort of like a oh, it's a great like, question, and it's like, something I wish it could really happen. It would be fucking so oh, yeah. cool. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, cool your, your, own, your own entrance music to a certain yeah. degree. Like, you know, if, uh, mm-hmm. now, now I have, if an okay. orchestra just followed you around. Uh, I'll, I'll start off. I think that mine would probably be uh, the A-Team. Oh, that, that is a great choice. That is choice. a good one. Okay. And, that is a good uh, one. I'd like to think that you could adjust the volume too. It wouldn't have to be just blaring. <laughs> but the eighteen one, you'd no, want it blaring. Yeah, yeah of course you, you would. You want it fucking crank. Yeah, so that yeah, then yeah. people are like, like, oh, all right, Dave's here. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah, he's he's gonna take care of shit. Yeah, well, that's the thing. You'd be like, oh man, that's the, almost like the, you'd expect a superpower to, to come true. with with that one. You couldn't just... at least and at least kicking down the door. Yeah, like, I would think you got at least. See, to me, that theme means you got to rework your entrance because right. you really can't just be sauntering in to the fucking agency. That's true. You got to be fucking kicking the door down, right. guns a blazing, like, like jewelry flying. Yeah. Like, well, but then again, I think any sort of entrance that you would make with that theme, if, like, even if you were just showing up with like a like a tuna casserole or something like that, right? And you just showed up with uh, with better. the A team theme. I still oh, feel the what? door has to fly off. Yeah, but head. see, but, but what, what if it's the wrong apartment? Ba, ba, ba. Oh, sorry. Yeah, wrong. <laughs> <laughs> or you hear that record scratch? <laughs> yeah. And then it, people at the party go like, "Oh, Dave picked the wrong apartment yeah. Yeah. again." Yeah. <laughs> it's, you're oh, then distance. I think if you had a tuna casserole, then you'd feel like obligated to leave them a scoop if you showed up and yeah. you burst their door open. And <laughs> That's then you'd true. Like, sorry, it's the A team. That's my theme. And uh, but yeah, you wouldn't want to just walk into a room full of other people and just be like, "Hey, does anyone have a, uh, a cell phone charger?" If that's your theme that comes in, or that's right. Hey, can I have a bite of those chips? You know. Uh, so Dan, if you had a, a theme to go off, whenever okay, any TV theme. Now. Okay, well, I have I have a runner up, but I, as well, but I think my runner up would be because it's also my favorite basic sitcom of all time, and I think it's got a wicked guitar riff. And that's Green Acres. Okay. I would love oh. to come in oh. to the theme of Green that's Acres. Because yeah, it's got that fucking wailing great, you know, the yeah, yeah. fudge sure. tone down at the beginning. And it's it's a it's a good one. It's jaunty. It gives, it brings you into the room. But I think ultimately, for me, as a personality, and it's somewhat similar, but and I just love the groove of it and I love it as a piece of music completely on its own. Sanford and Son. Yeah, oh, that's I would, a, oh, I would pick wow. I would okay. pick Sanford and Son by Quincy Jones yeah. because I just love the feeling of it, the, um, the funkiness of it. It's like a perfect one for entering a room. It's welcoming. It's 
It's really good. You don't got to kick down any doors. You maybe just got to have an old fridge with you or something like that or some sort of piece <laughs> of junk. Drive up in an old pickup truck sure. or whatever. Yeah. I, uh, think, so I always thought Sanford and Son see, would make a great one. entrance. That's that a great that's team. A really good one. The, uh, yeah, and you wouldn't, yeah, you wouldn't have to feel like you have to explode into the room with that one. You could just nope. sort of show up. And uh, it's nice and long, too. It's uh, if you listen to the actual version on the Quincy Jones record, it's like four or five minutes long. It's, it's great. Yeah, it's really it's it's actually it's a, just a great piece. of and, music. And if you listen to it and you think um, Rusty Springs. Yeah. Listen to it. Yeah. Listen to the orchestration. Right. And, and what are, what's sort the of actual title? Yeah, it's great, man. What's the actual title of the song? Does it have a title? The, yeah, it does. Uh, shit. Is it like the pawnbroker or something like that? It's. Well, That's I mean, it goes title. by the Sanford and Son title. theme, but I, there is another. I think he had a title for it title. first. Yeah, yeah. there is. I, the I can't remember. Is a good title. Think the pawnbroker. Well, the pawnbroker is a separate film. Yeah, that's which is, different. Which, which is, is amazing, yeah, incredibly too. dark and grim. And yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just thought that was a just a great. That would be a great one. I think anyone would welcome you in if you came in with the sample. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> I always think you'd need a, a kind of walk for that one, though. I that agree. One, that yeah, one, no, I they, agree. That one I think I needs a walk. And, and, a and shuffling gait. It has to be the Fred Sanford. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's it. Like that. Yeah. If you remember the last part of the credit sequence on the show, yeah. was Lamont coming in with the truck, and Fred would get up out of the chair yeah, yeah, yeah. and do that slow stumble yeah, yeah. into the into the store. So yeah, yeah exactly. You'd have to kind of maybe slow and like your back hurts a little bit or whatever well i also think i i I think i'd have to sort of debate whether you'd want the whole theme to play or just like it would just sort of oh no i'd want no i'd want the whole whole thing thing. yeah Yeah. man even if you've been in the room for like three minutes right still Still making his entrance (laughs) oh jesus Yeah, you wouldn't want to come into a room with a uh, suicide is painless. The uh, <laughs> no, the, no. That, that'd be like, oh man, so he's, you always are coming well, in see, with bad thing, news. That's, no, that's right. That's a total downer theme. Yeah, I it is. Well, it I, is. Well, that's when you leave a room. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, that's one too. You probably wouldn't want to be. You, you wouldn't want to stay in You'd the room. You get several with that calls song. afterwards yeah. to see how you are, but you wouldn't believe what happened after you left. <laughs> suicide is painless. Started playing, and then one of us killed himself. Uh, one of us. You get to guess which one, George. Which uh, which theme did you? have that like george westerholm's entering the room right and then boom what's what starts playing well uh, wheel of fortune be, uh, because <laughs> because i like to see old people happy yeah <laughs> but and but i thought it would be great if you did that and then your buddy came in a half an hour later with the jeopardy theme oh <laughs> that would be good. Wow. you know wouldn't that be good but no but yeah I, the shows are usually back to that's back right yeah yeah, yeah yeah isn't the jeopardy sort of thinking music isn't that like uh i'm a little teapot it is yeah, yeah. i always had some people more yeah that's right how do they get away with that is that I just a public domain See, that's surprising, those choices. I thought for sure it was going to be like Don Messer's Jubilee well, or something. You know what, you know what I mean? Well, uh, do, you, do you remember the Nightcap theme? Did you ever hear that? It was a 60s Nightcap. CBC TV show, and it was written by Johnny Burt. He okay. was a big uh, band leader, and that was a great groovy 60s theme, which I don't was know. really I don't know that. super cool. And uh, or Johnny Staccato, do you know that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Elmer Bernstein, right? And that's a great theme. It's sort of like Man with the Golden Arm, but yeah. TV, right? John Cassavetes, right, I think, first right. series. Price is Right would be a good one to show up. <laughs> that would be really yeah, good. Come on that. in. Yeah, yeah but, but, but that's but, it. Come on now. <laughs> the first question, so would be if you showed up to that, would be like, okay, what did you bring? You got to bring something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go. You came up, showed up empty-handed. Oh, fuck <laughs> yeah. you! Get out of here. <laughs> you're, tech, you're a contestant. 
Right. <laughs> the uh, that one would be a good one. The the prices right. Actually, do you know the theme to Barnaby Jones? Does yes, it's that? really good. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's Re- that's another like funky one though. Yeah, like, funky wow, one. I don't remember those, it. A lot of those seventies ones yeah. were written by really like guys like Quincy Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Lalo Schifrin. Wrote, yeah, yeah, they wrote really good. Funky, well, they, like Streets of San Francisco. Sure, yeah, that that's, a that's one. heavy. Great. Well, they really Manics? thought they really thought yeah, out Manics? theme songs, right? Ironside. Yeah, oh like, yeah, all those ones. They're freaking fantastic. Yeah, they're super heavy. Streets of San Francisco. You almost like okay, let's have a car chase. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta like speed. We gotta be, uh, yeah. We gotta be speeding down the road on this one. Yeah. Uh, and oh, uh, all of a sudden, made me think of the Rat Patrol. Do you remember the Rat Patrol? Yes. Yeah. Oh, right. Yep. Sure. God. Yep. I used to love that one. Uh, and so, uh, so what? Your yours once again was uh, the theme to uh, Wheel of Fortune. Wheel of Fortune, bringing uh, bring happiness to, to old people. To old, the smiles <laughs> on old people. Yeah. But I think that would make most people smile. Too, right, so if you came yeah, in, I, it I has a certain comfort, comfort yeah. to yeah, it. That, that one in Price is Right, I think, would make anybody happy. <laughs> well, yeah. if you if you came in with the uh, the Wheel of Fortune theme, I think probably most old people in the room would be like, "Well, now we're going to bed in a half an hour." <laughs> yeah. That's right. So that would probably be like that's the that's the ether. And then you could that's go through their drawers. The yeah, on right. A party. It's like yeah. a rag soaked in ether for uh, old people. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, we're going to bed soon. <laughs> Uh, Kevin, now if you uh, are entering uh, a room, uh, what is okay? Uh, your theme? I know everybody's going to think it's the monkey's theme, but it's not. Yes, as all much right, as I'd like to be the monkey's theme, but um, although I think the lyrics really do suit you, I <laughs> get the funniest <laughs> looks from everybody. Me, it's a true story. Um, but I would, and I know this might be really easy too, is the Batman theme, oh, and only oh, because so good. only because oh, I'm telling you when. Yep. Fucking when that show would come on, when I watched it when I was a kid, and that theme song would kick in, I'd That's be like, so "Television is the best fucking yep. thing in the world." Yep. And I remember, it, but I'd also like it too because I'd like to just like in that opening theme, if everybody remembers, it, as I came into a party, punch people on. Yeah, camera. right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then they're flying across the screen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's why. But yeah, it is the cool one of the cool. It bar is none, one of the coolest fucking songs it's to start a theme. show with because it made you go like, "Oh, I can't wait for this fucking show to start." Yeah. Let's well, the there's a reason we play it in the cliff dive. Yeah, right? such oh, a yeah. great When you play song. that tune live, everybody gets up and starts dancing, even if they're young kids, right? Yeah. Everybody gets up and dances. Yeah. You, and you would want the Batman lyrics to be in there, too, or just the music? I always just like the Batman, just that. Like, right. Yeah, that's yeah. all you yeah. need. And, yeah. and the, the harmonies that they worked out yeah. for the girls right. is just it is killer. really good. Yeah, it's, it's really so great. Real Hefty was great. Yeah, 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 yeah really, really cool. strong. I have that, uh, that uh, was it, uh, the 60s Batman soundtrack album. Do you know that one? I, well, yeah. there's a there's a bunch of them. I right? have a Neil Hefty's greatest hits. There's sort a of bunch thing, of like them. The Marquettes actually are the band that had the yes. hit version. Yes. Because yeah. I have the Marquettes uh, Batman album. Yeah, yeah. And it was the one that was actually the hit single. Yeah. Uh, well, it's it, really it's great. Their version's great. Well, I have the, the oh. one from the TV show has like a it has the people's different themes like the Joker and the mm-hmm. Riddler's. Yeah, theme. the Marquettes one is like that okay, too. Maybe that's the one I'm thinking. Of. Okay, if you had to be the spokesperson for one company, what would it be? Any one company that you could think of that... Uh... Fleshlight, of course. <laughs> I mean, there you go. Actually, I think I would almost... What? Which one? The Fleshlight. Fleshlight. <laughs> you, know, you, know, you, know, you know what the Fleshlight is? No, I have no idea. Oh, no? Yeah, okay, okay. It's like a... Imagine a flashlight. That's right. But yeah. instead of uh, where the light comes out, 
they have a, uh, a silicone you put the form light in. vagina. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's sort of, it's one of those I didn't things. Of, that's what it was called. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah this it's sort thing. of that. Yeah, then you you have sex with this thing, and uh, and the, I still think it should be. It should also still be a functioning flashlight. <laughs> yeah. That would be great. Yeah. Uh, then then don't call it a flashlight. Just call it a, you know a portable vagina, which is what it is. Yeah, then, exactly. They go flashlight. Well, oh, okay. Can you still like if you're out in the garage looking for something and whatever you still get I'm horny strap and, on and my portable like, vagina and go out to the garage and do some work you know, it's it'd be an easier it'd be an easier uh, way to just uh, it'd be an easier excuse to have one in your car if you had <laughs> yeah. if it wasn't actually an operating flashlight as well exactly. I, you know what I never thought of it but I agree it should be also be an operating flashlight because yes. then they should just take yes. fla- the, l- the word light out of there completely yeah, exactly. yes uh, but also then light it could also represent just this feeling that you get of just uh, um, uh, sort of uh, comfort and relief and insight, <laughs> right. maybe because you know, you know, you know, when someone opens up a briefcase in old movies, or someone opens up, a, there's like you get into a cave and all this light pours out of it, and you're like, oh man, well, all the answers are in there. <laughs> so then, uh, but yeah, so I could see where the light would, but flashlight would be good. I mean, how many bad stories have you ever heard about a flashlight? Sure. Where someone's like, that's not hurting anybody. No, exactly. <laughs> no, your your sole purpose is uh, a okay. Good <laughs> flashlight stories have you ever heard? It's not like people go like, oh man, I have the most amazing flashlight story. Yeah, I haven't heard any. I don't know. <laughs> <think. laughs> well, I'd like to say I don't think anyone trades their flashlight stories in public. I'm just like, <laughs> hey, gather around everyone. I got a new story. But maybe they should. That's why we have could the be spokesman good. for it. That's yeah. right. Could I'm be good campfire <laughs> material. That's right. Around the campfire, I, I, we want to make it mainstream. Exactly. I come into the wheel of fortune theme but oh, then right. things take a turn <laughs> when when the commercial break comes then, up. then the twilight zone theme starts <laughs> as you're taking yeah. it out of its box yeah and then, then as soon as you're finished with the flashlight then the suicide is painless the theme from mash starts playing we got the and whole thing worked out here very yeah. confusing uh, sort of performance art that you're doing uh and i would probably kick you out of my place too <laughs> like, whoa it's not that kind of party george yeah. um what uh, and so Dan, a spokesperson for your uh... yeah, that's tough, man. I because I don't really feel I would be a good spokesman for anybody, really. <laughs> um, I just can't think of anything that I fanat- fanatically love that much that I would like to be a spokesman for. I mean, you know, well, if you just think of like one thing that you, uh, I'm saying like even if it's like stereo equipment or uh, or, or or I mean, you I guess you could say like some restaurant or product or even a beer or something sure, like well, that. Well, because you would assume that you would get f- free yeah, whatever it is, know, right? You know. The one thing with the flesh on I'm always sort of like, have you really run out of all possibilities with your hands if you have <laughs> right. to immediately jump to the flashlight? Well, I, I thought that when I would see the ads for those in porn mags, I thought they were just kind of gross. Like they put a little bit of hair around the outside. And uh, like, yeah, I don't think those existed. I don't think no, I don't think anyone's demanding a realistic hair on their flashlight. But anymore. that's what they would do. They would though. do. Yeah. Well, that's where I used to. That's right. No, but I remember you used to first see them in porn. Anyways, unless there was a novelty. No, when you first saw them in the ads, they would. Yeah, have I'm ads just for thinking them, of when yeah. I was younger. Exactly. Yeah. And you'd see the oh, ads I think in those the were like the mags. pocket. Vagi- <laughs> those were the pocket vaginas. But we're yeah. talking about the name oh, brand. Dave knows it all. Flashlights. Yeah. Well, if you're gonna if you're gonna put your name behind something. Yeah, that's right. They were pocket vaginas. Well, I don't know. I guess. 
you know, I don't know, my favorite beer company, I guess, or someone an ice cream factory. I don't know. Something to do with food. Something that, you know. I would do Motorhead, except Lemmy's dead, so there's no band anymore. I don't know. I don't know. I don't I don't really think of myself as like a spokesman type, you know. I always just think though too, it's like the or or what product would you be comfortable with your name on too of like, you know, like Dan Loransky's Oh yeah. You know, you know what? If it was good weed, I would I would have no problem with that. Right. Mouse hydroponics, come on down and check us out. I'm the mouth, and this is my weed. You know? <laughs> if, you had your own, if you had your own dispensary, yeah, I could see that. You, know? you say it from behind a fence. <laughs> uh, but uh, or, or or even like, I guess you would just try to be careful of like, you wouldn't want anyone to have any horror stories behind whatever product. Yeah, that's it exactly. To. And you don't want to endorse something that you yourself don't really like. You know, mm-hmm. right. I mean, I always think, too, it's sort of like, well, I mean, even if it was like some product like from Gillette, but then, you know, I know Gillette does a lot of animal testing and things like that. So mm. then you'd have to have worry about someone creeping up on you about that. Like sure. someone like Jor. I mean, you as a musician, I could see you like a guitar, like well, a yeah, certain say I was just old gonna school say. classic, you know, Gretsch style or Epiphone style or, you know what I mean? Like that would be perfect for sure. you. Sure. Well, right? I was thinking the same thing. Drums for you, right? Well, like, I suppose. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, if yeah. it was, yeah, yeah. Or what? what what's the? What, what are the two uh, big? Uh, one of the? Are they both Canadian? The guys that make the symbols. There's a. Uh, yes. Yes. That's yeah. right. Sabian. Zildjian. Sabian and Sabian is. I know they're Canadian because mine was made out in no my I, my uh, ride symbol. I had to order it special. It was made out in Nova Scotia. Yeah, or that's yeah. right. Like that. Yeah. And then what's the other one that starts with a Z? Zildjian or is that Zildjian. Canadian Zildjian. too? Well, no. I think I think they were original. That was the original company. From and the then he's oh and Sabian the, that's right I the guy so. from Sabian split, split off from yeah. him that's right see I appreciate that George didn't go with like Gibson or Fender or uh, or uh, any of the other sort of uh, musical I just figure or... as a guitar player it's such a great way to get easy gear guitar sure uh, guitars that he's gonna want to use they're not cheap man. no they're that's like, true especially yeah. if you want like vintage stuff like it's, I don't think flashlights are cheap either though but what's their resale value like that's what yeah, I don't right. see that's the thing with guitars <laughs> yeah, you got right. that well, yeah. a, a guitar flashlight huh? no, oh, yeah. there, you, there go. you go to use on, on stage at the same time that's it. they That'd wouldn't become... even know what's going on yeah. you just got the guitar and yeah, that's right. but that's where you'd have Hendrix Boy, be the spokesperson or Hendrix or Prince be the spokesperson suddenly Lucille takes on a whole whole new life why can't you be true yeah that's why B.B. King sat down for all of his uh, concerts because <laughs> he also had a flashlight going at the same time. They called time. Nepho for a reason. The, uh, I think, uh, and yeah, like I said, uh, well, I think uh, I think an ice cream company would be good, yeah. too. Yeah. You know? I don't think, uh, there's not that many horror stories of uh, of someone having a bad experience right. with your ice Finding cream. Finding a razor blade in their ice cream bar or something like that. No. if or I guess, I bet, you know what, I bet if you found, like, the, the, the newer kind of razor blades, like a Mach 3 razor blade in your ice cream, people would probably be like, Ooh, these are expensive. <laughs> right, yeah, you know, that's right. I'm gonna hold on to this. Ooh. They never <laughs> talk about like high quality. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I can use this for a couple weeks. Uh Kevin, you have um, to uh, in- uh endorse something? Uh well I mean I was gonna pick Volkswagen just so I could say if it's good enough for Hitler. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I won't say that. Would that be the comp- that would be the comp- that would be your, your, your tagline? <laughs> well, if it was I, good enough for the strangely third Reich. still st- strangely still only sells well in Germany. But um uh no, I I, I yeah, I would it would have to be a company that I so I would think like the World Wildlife Fund just to make it 
I think that company would do a lot better if they were just more fun and interesting and had an edge. I just think they would be cooler. And maybe even like combine the old World Wrestling Federation so you have a wrestler, wrestlers. Well, they can adopt. I don't know if you've seen that one T-shirt that makes fun of the World Wildlife logo and has a panda bear hitting another panda bear oh, with a really? chair. Oh, really? Okay, so that's good. Yeah, it's but really I mean, funny. Yeah. But I, I would like to see that and like have fun with the World Wildlife Fund because then it would – Maybe I think it raise awareness better than right. they do. I don't think right. they do a very good job. I, you're, you're right, actually. A yeah. lot of those groups could probably benefit from yeah. something like yeah. that. Yeah, and so I would be. That would be my thing. I know it's a little more serious than. No, that's all right. There's no wrong answers. Right. This is totally serious. All right, then <laughs> World Wildlife Fund. Fuck y'all. <laughs> uh, I don't think you could, but I mean, oh, I haven't actually even said mine. So, um. Uh, uh, I would be all right. Uh, you could endorse white socks and black shoes. That would be good. <laughs> yeah. There's no shoe company that I have uh, my allegiance to. Actually, you know what? If um, I could endorse President's Choice products, I would be okay with that. Just the cross-the-board Loblaws. Yeah. There's actually, there's one, the one thing I do have to admit is that I'm always surprised and entertained at the uh, the new products that the President's Choice uh, do come out with. Mm-hmm. So if I had to be their new spokesperson, I would totally be on board with actually, that. Actually, that, yeah. makes, that makes me think of one that I actually really would love to do, and that would be... Humpty Dumpty, I think they're called Crunchies, because they're the hardest fucking chip to find anywhere. I I know of one convenience store in this entire city where I can go buy a bag of them. Wow. Yeah, they're they're Humpty Dumpty ones. They're the crunchier ones, not the puffier ones. And it comes in a green bag. And they used to be really popular. You used to get them any supermarket anywhere. And now I don't think they sell very well. Weren't and I think it's because crunch it's pe- at one time. Or, I think so. I think yeah, yeah. it's the Humpty Dumpty brand ones. Look, they're and, almost like the shriveled up cheesies. Is that yes. what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah okay. but, they're, but they're hard and crunchy. Yeah, 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 they're yeah. not the ones puffed yeah. with air, right? Yeah, yeah. And they're really, really good. And I love them. And I, I there's Are only these this- cheesies or chips. They're like no, they're cheesies. like cheesies. Yeah, oh, they're, okay. they're like the yeah, shriveled up. You know ones. what I mean? They're called yeah. crunchy. Yeah, well, see, that's, like... see, I'm making my point right now. Nobody knows what the yeah fuck they need they a spokesman. They do, but those like are they... aren't those Hawkins cheesies? Because those are just those no. are have the same. No, uh... these these are the Humpty Dumpty ones. They're look at I'm a I'm a bit of a cheesy <laughs> connoisseur, and I've tried them all. <laughs> okay. The Humpty Dumpty ones are the fucking best, man. <laughs> they are the best. Have you had the Hawkins ones? Uh, I don't know what is the what does the bag look like. Uh, <laughs> I immediately thought testicles when you said bag, but uh, <laughs> uh, it's not a far, it's not a long road that my mind goes down. I don't Apparently not. It just falls in the gutter right <laughs> yeah, away. Exactly. It doesn't okay. go down the road hey, at the all. Bag, okay, the bag, the Hawkins cheesy's bag. It's it's a um, it's a sort of a, it's red and white and uh, oh, I know those clear ones. No, bag. I don't like those ones. They're stale most of the time when I buy them. They're crunchy. They're not stale. They are, dude. They're stale. <laughs> no, Last time I stale. bought, I bought a bag about two months ago of those, and they were fucking stale. I, All right? I think they were just so. Crunchy. I don't want them fucking stale. The Humpty Dumpty <laughs> ones are the best ones. I'm serious, man. If they had some sort of marketing campaign to get people to know those, because seriously, <laughs> like it's crazy. I don't know. They used to be in every supermarket. There's no problem finding them Do now. Nowhere. Huh. Do, you, do you remember? Uh, I know, like, for a while, I remember in the 80s as a kid, there would be, like, a new flavor of chips that would come out almost every week. Yeah. And well, remember, that's when they were on that thing with the fruit-flavored ones yeah, and shit. Well, I remember, uh, I remember grape-flavored chips. Yeah, they were grape yeah. orange Probably and cherry. a bit too young, but I was just the right age. Grape that stuff was cherry. shit. And they that were stuff terrible. was shit. I like that was they, the did grape, they did grape. They did cherry. They did orange. They fucking sucked. And it was the only time I'd ever threw out a bag of chips that I bought. They were so bad. And that was when they 
they were doing shit like roast chicken yeah. and pizza. Which was okay. All, fine. Which is okay. No, no, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm salty. saying. Salty. Okay. I'm saying I wasn't complaining with those, but yeah. the, the fruit and vegetables, like the fruit ones were sweet. terrible. All right. I was wondering sweet. where you were going, yeah. but, yeah. Like, but it was not like, what you wanted. No. Chip. No. But no, hot dog and pizza. Yeah, they had all. I remember those. I remember liking the roast chicken ones. Yeah. Yeah. Roast chicken they still have all the time in the UK, and they also have the shrimp ones. Yeah. Prawn flavored, which I'm sorry. Why are you guys doing? All right, uh, question number four. Okay, if you had to go on the road with any band as a reporter from any time in history, uh, what band would it be? So I'm thinking of almost like an almost famous, you know, that the movie? Mm. The, yeah. Sort mm-hmm. of like, you know, you're on the road. It would have to be a band that I think, well, A, you like their music, but B, you also almost have a, uh, a connection with them as, as well beyond just their music. And mm-hmm. I guess... There's also the chance that you'd have to be hanging out with this band, and then you realize, oh man, these guys are a bunch of douchebags too. Because <laughs> I could that would happen with a lot of bands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah. So even the ones, even the guys you admire. Right? Yeah, right. I always think too that I might my, my my first answer is always like the Rolling Stones, because I think it would be enough of a party, but also sure. be reasonably sensible too. But <laughs> I question that. <laughs> well, okay, now. N- well, yeah, now definitely. Yeah, now it would be more yeah. sensible. You'd yeah. be in the gym with now. Mick. A lot of yeah, diapers now. Yeah, you'd be in now. the gym with Mick. That's but right. If it's 1967, you know, then yeah. Yeah, but oh, oh well, 1969 would be actually probably right. Well, there's that. Uh, was it? Um, I guess some of the footage from that Stones movie, the Cocksuckers Blues. Yeah. Where you, they show at the well, they show at the beginning of that uh, the last documentary that came out. Um, uh, crossfire Hurricane. Yeah. You see Mick doing cocaine off of a switchblade at the beginning of it, and uh, well, they're hanging all hanging out backstage with like Tina Turner and stuff like yeah. that. So that uh, that looked kind of fun. I have a feeling <laughs> that I, fe- I don't feel if only, uh, ki- only kind of fun. <laughs> well, looks like kind of fun. I think if uh, I think so. I mean, I would still stick with the Rolling Stones, and I would probably want to tour with them from maybe like uh, early or like from like the late '60s. To probably mid seventies, I think that's probably when they would be at their most fun. Right. And then I think their drug use kind of got a little ugly near the uh, end of the seventies, and uh, and then I don't know how much I would like hanging out with them for the eighties. Not on the time. Steel Wheels tour. Yeah. Oh, well, who knows? But I think uh, I think I would still go with the Stones. So, but you know, who I think would probably be guys that you would would probably enjoy their music, but then at a certain point you'd be like, oh man, you guys are douchebags to hang out. But I think Kiss. Would be a band. Uh, no shit. Led no uh, shit. Yeah. Just, Led Zeppelin. I think there's you lots know of ones they're, like you that. You know Kiss are a bunch of fucking assholes. Yeah, for sure. No, for sure. Man, that's gross. <laughs> well, especially just, I don't know, the Gene Simmons pride in never drinking or never trying a drug. I'm always sort of like, I mean, I, you know, I guess you could be pride. You could have pride in the fact that like a drug is or drinking has never taken over your life. Yeah, and you don't have a problem with it. No, but, but I've never no, understood but his the drug. No, is no, no. But that's the one thing you pick. Not his like book of women. Like that's just yeah. gross, yeah. man. Like what? His drug is his ego and, and yeah. yeah. That guy, that guy's money, a businessman. That guy has nothing to do yeah, with exactly. rock I mean, music. Look at, all the, yeah. look at the merchandising. He's so anti rock. Yeah, totally. The anti-rock. merchandising has been the most ridiculous with kids. Well, yeah. sure, because they're businessmen. Embarrassing. At least he admits that he wants to to be a rock and roll brand rather than a band so at least he does admit to it but uh i have a feeling <laughs> that you'd probably be pretty disappointed with those that but guy's that guy's a shoe salesman man yeah. so yeah the, kevin so which band would uh if you in history i know now you're also writing about them too so yeah no to, yeah and i mean it and i know it sounds a little bit lame but I, i'm going to choose the beatles and purely because i i grew up um uh in my musical awakening i guess you know as a teenager and stuff was new wave and punk rock 
and that was a huge music movement and it was an exciting movement 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 to be a part of and so uh, the next one or probably that even tops punk rock would have been the british invasion like that that rock movement would have been insane to be around just to be around it so i would take the beatles or another british invasion band just to be around that whole movement because the excitement must have been just insane yeah. insane wherever you want like, like, like oh you know? my oh, yeah. oh my god it mm. must have been just incredible and uh, like i experienced a form of it, which I, and and I don't I don't know if we'll ever have that again musically. Like I don't, I don't so that would have been really cool. I've, I've always thought if I could go back in a time machine, I'd go back to that era just to experience all that. Like because like, I was too, yeah, yeah yeah like I was too young for, for that. Yeah, I me mean too. I was I was just born then, but I mean I almost wish I was born like ten years before that to experience it, just to see it all and how it was happening. It must have been fucking cool as hell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's why like I I'm, and then I'm, we would have been just the right age for like Hendrix and the Doors. Yeah and yeah all that it stuff would have been too, just right? yeah, yeah. So it would have been just really. To see all of that happen yeah, and just exactly. be a part of it, and see like and just bands in your own neighborhood that are really cool as right. well. Like I said, I experienced that in the '80s, which was off the chain, yeah, fucking yeah, cool, yeah. so fucking cool. Well, um, well, how so. did you experience that in the '80s? I well, saw bands like crazy. I saw everybody. I saw like so many, like Echo and the Bunnymen, and the, you know, Fine Young Cannibals, nine, and, like, nine, New nine. Order, like, and like all these bands, stuff. like uh, you know, Public Image, and all these bands, the Cramps and stuff. Yeah, it was me just, too. It was fantastic, and Skinny Puppy, and all these bands. It was just amazing to see, and it all just felt new mm-hmm. and fucking just brand new yep. and so cool. And so, and and I think that it, they felt the same way then. It was like I always think of the the history of rock and roll, the PBS series that they did. That was amazing. Um, where they basically said, like you were, you were on the cusp of, of a revolution that was happening, and it and it was like in the the British had brought back rock and roll back to America. Yeah, so right. and Americans were reacting like they'd heard it for the first time. So it was just like, boom! It was just amazing. And so George, who, what band would you want to be on the road with and uh, and travel with and uh, report on? Any band in, in history, too. Any band in history. Well, you know, I mean, I, I, I have a personal, I guess, uh, a connection just uh, from being a kid and listening to their music, <clears throat> but The Clash. I oh, love yeah. to be on the road yeah. with The Clash because there, there, there was a thing, you know, you're talking about, like, uh, bringing rock and roll back, and, and that, that, you know, the second British invasion, which, yes. which yeah. was the punk yep. and new wave thing, but th- that was amazing, man, and, and that was such a brief moment in time, that, yep. that, that kind of, that that door to tomorrow opened and closed real quick and uh, to be part of that and and i always think that the clash man they're like a forgotten band now yeah, yeah. in yeah. a certain way like are, they, but are they i, I don't, don't think know. they I get think, their due man oh i, think, I do i really think, i think i think amongst i think i, I always got the impression amongst younger kids that weren't around like you and i when the clash were here yeah really i thought there's i thought there was tons of respect for the clash I, uh-huh. but i agree i don't think they get there but i think part of it is because when joe strummer joe strummer dying when he did i think if he was still around it would yeah be, i think you would have at least some sort of reunion talk or they you know he'd be performing in a way that but i think but i agree like i don't they don't seem to get the same way the sex pistols do or anybody like that really were, i kind of just as, to know, me it's eh. the, it's always usually seems to be pistols and the clash that get but but right, but, the, but, but the clash are even bigger than the pistols like oh, like yes. commercially oh no absolutely and, and they deserve a bigger spot man like in i think well in, i think their songs like, should be like on classic rock radio absolutely. and that kind and of they, shit and they'll right? play a couple but well, always the same i know train ones. in vain yeah train or, in vain. or you know, well, i mean i think I it's I like if you, if you listen to like your classic rock like your q and 07 if they say that the clash song is coming up it's either so play the same shit all the time yeah. or it's a train in london vain. calling yeah london calling i don't even london calling all that much but or uh i think if 
I think when you, when you just associate the Clash with those four songs like Rock the Casbah, if you heard that, it was like, oh man, the Clash or this punk. See, by band. that point, I'm out the door. I'm I'm on the way out by. Yeah, yeah, yeah but so I love that. Yeah, I even love that. But yeah, but no, yeah, yeah, they never play the early to, stuff. Up no, to ever. Sandinista. No. After Sandinista, I'm kind of oh, you're out. To fall uh, off no, the door. and I have this fantasy too because there was uh, Don Letts uh, filmed. All of their Times Square shows, yeah, that, that the insane Times Square shows where they shut down the city, man, because people were there, right. and he filmed every one, and all those uh, films uh, apparently were in a locker in New York, and that locker just got cleaned out, and oh. they're just gone, man. So I have a fantasy of like if, if I could have been there, oh, maybe I could have saved them. <laughs> yeah, that's they just what they just they just dumped everything that was in the locker. And it just yeah, cleaned it out and, and threw it away. I'm sure is where it went. Oh. Well, that's what happens when you uh, when you put up that sign that says "not responsible for lost or stolen items." They, in they mean it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, mean, they, they really do mean it. <laughs> I just left my clash. But see, the thing is with the clash, it's sort of like it's like I'm in. I was introduced to the clash more from the shit that I would hear on the radio, mm. so I never really got a great respect for them. And it's like I, I'd almost like to go back and listen to the actual their early albums. Right. Yeah, see, there I was lucky because Kevin and I are this, the same age, and I got exposed to those records as they came out. First police record as it came out. Yeah. First Clash record. First Sex Pistols record. Yeah. And some of the British ones, like 999. I always thought, yeah. if there's a band to me that's underrated yeah. from that era, I think it's them. I yeah. think okay, well, we, that is another question coming up. Which oh, band is okay. the most overrated and which is the most uh, underrated? It's, it's true. Bands like The Clash and that, I, I can understand why someone, if you didn't hear, especially those first two albums... Like those first two albums are just amazing. Yeah. So which which amazing. which band's yours if if you wanted to go on the road with? Well, I gotta again. I have two really. I mean, uh, you guys know I love Motorhead. They're my favorite band. That period when they broke super huge in like seventy eight, seventy nine. They've got a number one album in England. Um, you know, Ace of Spades. Everyone's going nuts. The punks are going to see them. The metalheads are going to see them. You know, they're just touring the world constantly. Like they're just they're at the top of their their top of their game. I think that would have been fantastic to follow them around at that point and chronicle what was happening and stuff like that. Um, and uh, you know, I just they're like I said, they're my favorite band. That's considered the legendary period. That's when they were at their peak commercial wise and stuff like that. I think it would have been pretty amazing. But I have to go with. And it's probably from watching 200 Motels, but the Frank Zappa band from that early 70s when he had Flo and Eddie from the Turtles doing the singing and they were doing all the tunes about the groupies and the backstage life and that one live album, Live at the Fillmore, which is just a whole routine about the groupies and that. Seeing all the material that inspired all that and 200 Motels, seeing the material that would have inspired that and chronicling that would have been pretty awesome, I think. The one thing uh, I always uh, like, there's the that other, well, I mean, it was a movie that was basically filmed by the roadies, the Rolling Stones, the Cocksuckers Blues, that uh, was a backstage m- movie from the early 70s tour that they were on. But there's a funny part, I think it's in, I'm pretty sure it's in that, I don't think it's in Give Me Shelter, but um, they're, they're driving through the south, and then there's one car where it's uh, uh, Mick Jagger, uh, his wife Bianca, and then Mick Taylor, or in one car, and it's very, you know, you know it's, just a, it's just a normal car ride. They're all behaving themselves. They're all just, you know, oh, we're just driving from one place to another. And then it cuts to the the car that Keith is in, and it's a total, like, party. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, and, and they're just in, like, these, like, town cars. They're not even, like, big limousines or anything like that, because I don't think, um, like, but, like, big band touring wasn't that huge at that in the late 60s. It wasn't... Uh, 
Like I mean, the Beatles would go on the on, on yeah. tour and no, stuff like yeah. that. It wasn't the same. But uh, but it's no, it doesn't like, really until the seventies where yeah. you get the big stadium tours yeah, all the yeah, time, yeah. like yeah. Zeppelin and the Who and all that kind of stuff, right? And then so uh, yeah, I would have predicted Motorhead for you too. Yeah, well, I just, <laughs> you know, I mean, I I loved I loved the whole entire career. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm not one of those guys that goes, oh, they were just good in 1980, and everything after that is no good. That's bullshit. They were a fucking awesome band right to the very end, as far as I'm concerned. But that that period where they were just so intensely popular in the UK and like you couldn't go anywhere without seeing them and they they literally had a number one album like that would never you know, have happened again right yeah. and so you've I seen think, documentaries on Lemmy oh yeah do you think you would want to hang out with Lemmy oh you kidding I, I, well I have hung out with Lemmy oh okay alright well, <laughs> the, <laughs> the answer is yes <laughs> alright question uh, I have hung out with uh, okay um, alright well um uh, would you rather get caught buying magazine porn in a convenience store or get caught urinating in an alleyway? Now, what do you mean by caught? Okay. Like, Th- your brings... girlfriend, your mother catches That's you right. buying the... Like, there's a lot of questions. Yeah, there's a, some qu- some qualifiers yeah. here. I bet they have a lot of questions, too. Okay, well, right. in general, like, I mean... I mean, you mean you're talking the guy in the store or... Like, no, no, no. A like... cop? Right. All right, let's just... Okay, let's... Okay, let's go with worst-case scenario. Well, not a cop. Because you want you'd want the same person catching you in either situation. Okay, okay. so, so like, let's say your mother. Okay, all right, okay. Okay, would you want rather be caught by your mom uh, buying magazine porn in a convenience right. store or taking a piss in an alleyway? And then what kind of porn? Oh, we'll use your average porn that you could average, buy average legally porn. in a convenience okay. store. Not bestiality. Well, because <laughs> no. if it's a scary scary porn, then you're asking what your mom's doing in that store. Well, no, no. It's a convenience <laughs> store. It's not, a, I know, that's it's not an exclusively say. porno <laughs> store. Right. Hey, so something get, you would get at the You used to get max. some of the best porn in the convenience stores, man. <laughs> they used to have it all. And I used to love that it was all hidden with the brown tape over the tits and sure, stuff like sure. that. Yeah. Well, I, I, was like, I always thought, too, it was always funny that... Uh, uh, it was always kept up on the ta- uh, on the top yeah. r- rack yeah. up there. Yeah. But I always thought if you were a uh, uh, a dwarf or a midget or whatever you're appropriately supposed to call them now, uh, <laughs> then you'd have to ask someone for help to get them out. <laughs> and I just thought that was very. Uh, someone would probably bring up some issue now, of like that sizest that they're up there, and, and <laughs> the shorter folks can't get their jerk off material. But uh, all right, so let's say okay, we'll we'll go with mom. What would uh, Kevin? We'll start with you. Where would you like to? What would you rather get caught doing? Um, actually, none of them would really really embarrass me that much. But I mean, uh, I I guess I'd rather be caught peeing if it was my mom, right? Then because I don't think she'd really, you know, like she'd be <laughs> like, "Well, that's it's Friday, right?" Yeah, uh, you know what I mean. So I wouldn't I've you know like that? I and I always think of, but if the scenario were different, if we're a different scenario, let's say buying uh, a magazine or something like that, getting caught peeing by a stranger is different than getting caught from like my mom would be like my mom's you know like she knows i pee so it's like i don't know it's just different so i th- you know getting um my mother seeing me buy porn wouldn't be that upsetting because she well i just always think too it's uh, i would always consider that if you're peeing in an alleyway it's because you have to it's right. not like nobody wants to pee in an alleyway no. unless that's your thing unless so. you really don't like the mural Right, and you're trying to make yeah. arti- you're trying to make your own artistic statement. Or you're erasing something you wrote it. in chalk. You're a new art critic. You're doing yeah. an art review. It's like that scene in History of the World, the Mel Brooks movie, where it's the first art critic is ends up peeing on someone's wall on uh, some uh, wall painting in a caveman uh, in days. And uh, so, uh, I mean, for me, I think uh, 
I would I would rather get caught buying magazine porn at a convenience store, whether it was my mom or it doesn't matter who it is. I think I would rather get seen doing that mm. over because then it's sort of, and then it's sort of like you could always make up some excuse why you're buying sure. it. Sure, yeah, know? yeah. Well, that's the, my thing is that if if you I was thinking it and you posing the scenario. Because if and I remember when I used to buy porn in a store, you don't really because it's all on the Internet now. But I mean, in in the day when you'd buy, let's say, a magazine, a store, you're always worried like a pretty girl would come walking in and buying something right behind you. And that would be kind of stressful. But um, but nothing major. I mean, if you just, you know, whatever. Right. But uh, you but it was getting caught peeing by somebody, a stranger like that can be embarrassing. Yeah. For me. So that I always found that more stressful than buying a magazine in a store. See, that's so why that's I used to I just shoplift all my porn. So oh. I never, I never had that problem. Man. I would just steal it. Yeah. yeah Seriously, me and my buddies in high school, we were bad for that. Oh, really? Oh, we were fun. bad That's for shoplifting porn. God, oh mean, yeah. We had tons, be so we had mountains of it at one point, and well, then we left it in an empty yes. locker. We left it in an empty locker in the school for some lucky kid to oh, find. Oh my god. Well, yeah. that, 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 along with those Clash movies. That's hilarious. <laughs> Well, that goes right so up there with like leaving it, like leaving it in a ravine in a plastic bag. Sure, yeah. And I well, remember, there, this remember is, finding this that is, as a kid. This, this is kind of really weird, and I don't know if it was something about where I grew up, but the small town that I grew up in, we would off, you'd often find houses that had burned down, or they were they were bur- basically burned, and there would be just a shell of it. And as kids, you go and you fuck around and you play with them. We always found porn in those houses. Oh yeah, always. Every a burned out house, you were guaranteed you were going to find some porn. Then we did like every time. There's a story behind that. that I think yeah, so. obviously. And and, yeah, and how obviously. and how how is porn so fire resistant? <laughs> oh. what I want to know. Oh, you can't burn down. What's out of that stuff? That's it, Kevin. That's and we would say the same things. How come this didn't burn? With yeah. the rest of the house? Like, well, either he snuck in there after the place got set on fire. Well, or that's more fake, and someone was stashing it. That's there most likely what happened. Or... But I, I I like the scenario where someone just had some unattended candles. And he was jerking off so furiously that he <laughs> was. Not a candle. That's kind of nice. That's kind of romantic in a way. Well, but the candles are unattended in another room, and that's what caught the oh, curtains I on see. fire. I see. And then he was like, "Oh, my house is burning down, but I have to finish this jerk off. So <laughs> let's move on." Yo, well, yeah, no, you got it. Was like in the 1800s. You, yeah, <laughs> you got to come. Uh, so uh, okay, so Kevin's uh, would rather get caught peeing. I would rather get caught porning. Uh, George, uh, you, your uh, choice of. Well, uh, okay, so as you framed it, it's, it's, it's say your mum. I guess someone so that you wouldn't would, want to get caught by. So I, the, I would imagine this like, so if, if, if I'm buying a magazine, that is something that I can stop doing, and that's easy for me to stop doing. But there's nothing worse than taking a leak and having to stop before, before you're, you're done. done. And yeah. Yeah. So yeah, for exactly. that reason alone, yeah. it would be much more uh, convenient and comfortable to yeah. just stop buying porn. Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm still sort of like buying porn's always a choice, and so and you have to pee in an alleyway out of necessity because there's nowhere else to pee. So right, and it also depends where the alleyway well, is. Well, exactly. Like if it's, if it's between me and my neighbor's place, then that's weird. Well, that's right? you, know, you, you do <laughs> not like want to get caught yeah. downtown somewhere. <laughs> right, downtown. But if yeah, guy says, "Man, right. what are you doing?" Yeah, but that's yeah. the thing. You you're always looking me. for the yeah. most the most hidden spot, and sometimes you can't find, and then you're side, you know, like you're really sort of lowering the bar every time. You're like, I always okay. figure though, if you see someone pissing. It's just because, oh, they had to do it. Well, it's that's the like, thing. That's the other And that's thing why I wouldn't worry if I got caught getting pissed in the alley, too, because, A, you've probably been drinking, and you're probably hammered. So who, you don't give a fuck if anyone catches you yeah. in the alley, right? Well, and also, too, it's like, I mean, I guess they could arrest you, but then at the same time, once you finish pissing, the crime's over with, right? Yeah. So then 
I mean, how do people think, still get dragged in for urinating? I don't. In I public? think most of the time yeah. they would just tell the guy to move along. I don't. Think yeah, they yeah, yeah. Take yeah. anyone in for that. But even then, why? Why do you need to tell the guy? I always find it funny. Like, why is it? Unless he's peeing somewhere very inappropriate, which never happens. Like on a, a small a child or something, or, something. Yeah. <laughs> or even in a schoolyard. Yeah, yeah. It would be Sir, it's weird. broad daylight. What yeah. are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no golden streams in the middle of the day. I'm marking my territory. Thank you. Uh, but, but like, uh, yeah, I always found that baffling where they if they would pick up someone for public urination, it's like, well, where do you expect them to go if they're, you know, like we're, we're find a bathroom, sir. Well, it's it's three o'clock in the morning, let's say. You know? Well, it's yeah, also like, a, yeah. like vomiting in public. What's well, the old George Carlin? If you get you can get uh, you can get a fine for spitting on the ground. But if you puke, it's free. You yeah, know, that's the old George Carlin. But because uh, yeah, always like if someone throws up in public, it's because they had to. Yeah, it's not like oh man, I can't. Oh, I can't wait to do this tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm gonna drink and I'm gonna have a lot of. Yeah, like, it's not like someone's peeing for fun. They're yeah, going, like they're sitting in their house going, I "Gotta go." I'm, I'm gonna, going outside. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. A stomach full of Thai food, and then you just can't wait to go outside and throw it all up. But <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. Um, yeah. So I would. Uh, okay, well, we've we've covered that. So we have. Uh, w- so where did you land? Dan? I where would rather know? get caught peeing in the alley because it's no something you know that. you have to do. But then again, <laughs> I think you can also if you caught someone buying porn. I think my first question would be like, "Well, don't you have an internet connection?" Well, nowadays, <laughs> sure, yeah, 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 nowadays for sure. But we are talking to the, uh, a modern a modern day question. So, uh, but also then too, if you, if you caught someone, again, they're buying it. Either for, I would either say a good excuse would be, oh, I need it for a prop for a movie that I'm shooting or something like that. <laughs> but also, if someone's buying a magazine, you thought this it's through. It's for yeah, my dad. Yeah, like wow. Yeah, I never would have thought my dad's in the old age home, or or you're giving well, it to someone in a hospital, or you're giving it to someone as like a goofy gift. Well, that's funny because my my dad used to get my mom to buy his porn for him. He wouldn't buy it. Really? She, yep. She would buy it. Interesting. For him. That and popsicles. He would make. He he Ooh. thought popsicles were for like for kids, and so. She would have to buy pop- – my dad loved popsicles, and she would he have to buy them. super adult or super <laughs> yeah. kid. Yeah. 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 No he, he wouldn't buy the magazines. She would buy them for him. Wow. The, uh, that's, and what yeah. – can I ask what, what porn? Like Playboy Penthouse or – Well, in, when I was a kid, it was before, even before that, it was, there was magazines called For Men Only. Yes. If anybody remembers yes. those. Were, yeah. They were like newsprint, and they yeah. were like mm, – and, really and they had like crime stories and like – yeah, and just she Like they weren't yeah, – they weren't really hardcore all. Okay. So it's topless like, pictures and stuff. No, but they had topless pictures and stuff like that in it. porn for that period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but he's not going out and buying like Swank or – No, like it was Penthouse was his – So much easier to just steal them. Even in the later, <laughs> even in the later, oh yeah, no, it, it, all these suckers playing like you I got used your to always, sex ed for free. <laughs> I used to always, I used to steal them too when I was a kid at the uh, the kitchen table uh, was the grocery store uh, up at Young and St Clair kitchen table, and because wow. uh, they had an elevator out the back, and uh, the, yeah, they had an elevator that would go up to the ground to the street level um, out the back, and then you would go in through the front, you'd find the sort of little magazine section. And then I would un- uh, unzip the jacket, and then you'd just sort of like gently sort of tuck them in, and then you'd go out the back up to the elevators. And I would just always pray not to get caught, and uh, never did. There was one point where I think a guy sort of caught on to what I was doing, but but he like didn't chase after me or anything like that. And I remember telling someone, "Oh yeah, I would always steal porno magazines." And uh, then I remember someone saying, uh, "Oh yeah, then did you just sell them to your friends?" And then I was sort of oh. like, maybe it's the socialist side of my, uh, my my Canadian upbringing. I would just be like, no, I would just give them away. Yeah, I just felt like, well, I can't charge someone for this. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. should. This should I be never, for everybody. Yeah, yeah. you know. 
Well, I, I have to say, because I grew up in a small town, stuff like shoplifting was really easy. There was, there was this one store. The guy had an amazing <laughs> store, and he had in the back would be all the magazines, and he had like all the wrestling mags, all the porn, all the comic books, all the hot rod mags, all the horror movie mags, and it was all at the back of the store. And it was so filled with shit. I was gonna say you could just put them all in, like down your pants. It was and so stuff like that. easy, like... Kevin. It was so easy. you know what I used to do. The library was just down the street, and I would go uh, sign out the biggest books that I could find, and I would slide the magazines into the book. Oh, there was wow. this one on Charlie Chaplin, My Life in Pictures. It was huge, <laughs> and I would take it and I would slide the comic books <laughs> into hilarious. that book, and then I would just go right back to the library and take the book back and oh, take hilarious. the comic books home. But it was really simple in this guy's shop because it was so big he couldn't watch you he didn't really have mirrors or anything like that and it was it was just and it was he insane died, and he died penniless <laughs> it was insane it was insane i keep buying all this porn and nobody's <laughs> buying it well i don't know martha no we're gonna continue to buy porn i don't care how it disappears it was such an amazing store because he literally stocked any any kind of magazine like all the wrestling mags all yeah. the porn all the comic books all the horror mags all the Soldier Fortune magazines, like everything, man. Music, all the music magazines, like yeah. everything. And then you just, you just stole the porn. Did you? No, steal? no, oh, no. I was all over the place. <laughs> oh, okay, see, I. Oh no, comic. In fact, probably was comic books, music mags, and horror mags more than any more than the porn. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I was just stealing copies of like. Uh, Club International and High Society and Club, Club International. <laughs> and, uh, I used to love that one club because they would give you records. Oh, don't you remember? I have I have two of them at home. They would give the you card. Yeah, they would give you cardboard flexies, just like when they used to do with the pop bands in the sixties yeah, yeah, on yeah. the cereal boxes, right? right? And it, they are the best fucking thing. They're jack off records. What? They're amazing. I'll play you the one I have at home. You'll love it. It's <laughs> okay. like it's Marilyn Chambers, the one I have. Uh, at home. Oh really? And it's like it's like it, you, you drop the needle and you hear the jazz music playing really faintly in the background, and she goes, "Hi." This is Marilyn Chambers. Welcome to my club. I'm going to get you off. And then she just she talks you through it. Oh, yeah. And then wow. it ends. It ends. And she's like, ah, ah. And then she's, she just stops. You still hear the music going. <laughs> it was it's brilliant. I oh love it. Oh, my God. Brilliant. I'll could, pull it out and play it I wonder it if they're you. worth any money. Like, I mean, if... if if, you know Club I mean? used if to do them pretty regularly. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. that's news to me. Well, yeah. I remember actually seeing. Uh, that's why is... I bought it. I thought this is amazing. It's got a record. I fucking have to hear what. Well, this I remember is. seeing in like an old. Uh, this is maybe about fifteen years ago in like a convenience store. I think it was the one that was near a college and uh, Young, um, right beside the the Cineplex. The, it used to be a Cineplex. Now it's like a. a Imagine Theater or something like that, but it was one of those. It's like, anyways, it's the movie theater that's uh, right near um, the Carlton Cinemas, and um, the convenience store beside that one, they you could buy a cassette where I was think it was basically just like women reading like sexy porn stories on a cassette, and then there was always moments where I was just sort of like, oh man, just. Read it yourself and just do it your own thing, but but then I guess maybe yeah. But if she's reading it, you can use both hands. You don't got to hold the so. book. And I stuff. know, and I should I should be more open minded to things that work often. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's like the flashlight. You always thought that you had things covered with your own two hands, and until someone introduces a flashlight, then you're like, oh well. Well, he was thinking yeah. about those guys like you holding the book or whatever. Oh, a whole yeah. new world. Okay, question number five. Okay, name the the. Uh, this might take a while, but I only want ten minutes on it. Uh, name the most overrated band and underrated band in the history of music. 
Oh, this is good. This is where we can get really pissed people off. Overrated band, Rush. I've never been a big Rush fan, mm. and I know that people go fucking apeshit no, for Rush, I, I, and I'm never totally on board. Yeah, I can, I can hear, that. like, a couple of Rush songs. I'm like, okay, I get that. That's really <laughs> cool. But when people go fucking bonkers for it, no thanks. I'm not there. So Rush would be my uh, most overrated band. And most underrated band, um, hmm, I want to say the Yardbirds. It's probably because... Uh, I think just the Yardbirds are really yep. fucking cool. Yeah, they think, were amazing. I don't well, think the thing about the Yardbirds is I, I think a lot of people don't even know who they are. Like, That's I mean, sad. You know, like, Considering I mean, people who was know in music the band. Too, but a lot of people who just have sort of a mi- middle-of-the-road sort of um, knowledge of music, you'll mention the Yardbirds, and they're like, oh, you know, then you'll be like Heart Full of Soul or something like that, and oh, yeah, I know that song. Yeah. Or but they don't have, they don't understand right, who they are. Right, who they which, are. Yeah. Yeah. And they, yeah, they are a great band. Yeah. But, uh, so yeah, so my two, under uh, overrated Rush, underrated Yardbirds. Um, but uh, so Kevin, uh, where are you? Oh, overrated. It was uh, almost a tie. I was going to say Pink Floyd, and I know people will hate me for this. The tragically hip, um, and the reason Pink Floyd. I think Pink Floyd are 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 boring. Anyway, that's just <laughs> always been. I've found them the most boring fucking band on the planet. Um, but you know that's again that's all of it. Like even the early Sid Barrett stuff. Yeah, I'm not crazy really about it. not crazy about it. I yeah. love the Sid yeah, Barrett yeah, yeah. era. But I, I but, I, but it, if you're really talking about, I'm talking about the Pink Floyd Dark Side of the Moon that yeah, kind okay. of stuff. Like yep, just yep. Uh, they're fucking so boring. And I think their writing's lame. I think it's pedestrian. I think it's it's obvious. It's and really look at who really likes Pink Floyd. I always go look at the crowd that really is a are Pink Floyd fans. That pretty much sums up Pink Floyd. But anyway, wow. for me. But uh, no, I, I'm not speaking about everybody. But you know what I mean. Those yeah, guys, I the hear guys. You. In I fucking, just went and saw Roger Waters three weeks in ago fucking whatever, vans and right. stuff. Yeah, no, but I mean, and, and again, I'm not disparaging people and all that. And and I'd say the tragically hip because for me, the tragically hip, nothing. I always found they were nothing. They just never did anything for me. So I never, I never understand. In some ways, I get a little jealous when I see how people are like, you know, like just wet themselves for the tragically hip and stuff. And of course, you know, it was emphasized with him dying, which is all tragic and all that sure, stuff. I think course. Gord Downey is a really cool guy and stuff. I just found their music nothing from their music i always found it really just uh, and um uh and so underrated should i do underrated now um, yeah sure underrated and I, I picked it was hard to pick because um it is really hard because do you pick someone who's there's lot and there's hugely famous that isn't yeah. really quite named but under but i'm gonna pick i'm gonna pick one uh that's gonna surprise people is maybe a band called the cardigans Okay. Yeah, I think great. the Cardigans yep. are fantastic, really and they've never got. And part of it is because they had that one stupid hit single, yes. that "Love Me" single, yes. and they made a cheesy fucking video for it, and it was all about this cute little blonde girl and stuff. And they're not about that at all. Like they're they are a really yeah. interesting, lots of different influences, really yep. well written, dark sense of humor, really cool band, and so a nice mixture my... of different elements. Yeah. I re- when I was writing for the chart, I had to review a couple of their records, and I liked I liked them too. I thought and they I, had a neat approach. A little bit a, different, mm. mixing the past with the present. Yeah, and, and I only discovered them too because I happened to be in a CD store, and a guy was going like the guy started chatting with him. And he goes, "You know, a, a band you'd, you you might really you know would be surprised by is the Cardigans." And so I bought a CD by him just from this guy recommending. Same thing. He said like people think they're one thing and they're not that way at all. He says, mm. and they are. They're real, very, very. Yeah, very that cool. song was not very cool representative. Band. No, really of what and the thing was like. they had an original video for it, and then you you know the studio said, oh, let's do this glitzy sort of mm. thing where she's in the yeah. pool and she's got glitter on her face, and people are like, oh, this cute pixie girl and stuff, and that's not <laughs> stu- that's not their stuff at all. Like it's really, really cool stuff. I think the thing with the tragedy hip is that so many people have grown up with them. 
It, like, because they've w- when did they when did they start? Eighties, eighties, mid eighties, mid eighties. But I think a lot of people have just that sentimental thing, and I think if a band's been around long enough, and you've sort of grown up with it, then, oh, it, then you have you yep. associate all these memories that you have with yeah. their music. And, and I mean, stuff. they came from the same era I did in terms of there are a lot of, and I used I did a joke on stage, and it didn't go over very well because people get all wispy about the tragically hip now as I was saying like what about the crash test dummies where's my fucking you know farewell concert and all this stuff you know what I mean like when they talk about Canadian bands yeah yeah Canadiana for you but I mean yeah and I I get all that because there are bands in the 80s I was too but I I mean I just think the way people talk about them is like I didn't even think that he was that great a writer I didn't think he was but anyway or even a singer for that matter it's just like eh well I mean I didn't think they were terrible I just thought they were eh no I, I honestly Kevin I agree with you completely Never once was I hooked by a tragically hip song. And I, I agree, of course, it's sad. And it's awesome the things that he did leading up yeah. into his death to make people aware. But I agree. Never once have I walked down the street humming a tragically hip yeah. song. Never once have I heard one of the songs on the radio and thought, wow, I want to go and buy that record. Yeah. Never have I went outside of seeing them or very early days at the Horseshoe once. Um, never have I said I want to go see them. Like, I'm the, I'm the same. It just all sounds like generic bar rock to me and i i just never ever made that connection with them as well i i i i agree with you completely i just never saw what it was what was it you know well i uh i I went to go see the tragedy once at the air canada center and it, it was weird it was almost one of those things like well i feel like i'm canadian and i have to go and see this band at yeah. some point which is a weird thing to sort of say that you feel like you're obligated to go and see them but but yeah i i thought they were a good band in public but i mean i thought they were they were good and i think they have some great songs but i'm not about to but i know so many canadians have like a shrine built to them and, oh yeah but it's just but i mean like, how many bands though do you get a farewell concert farewell tour not many yeah i mean they, that's the one true. thing when people go like oh my god and it's like you got a farewell tour to end all farewell tours you don't get that with any band ever. Yeah, but bands but, just but, fizzle out very but, they, but they did resonate with like so many oh, for people. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I think that, you know, it's just it's a phenomena that I I don't know. I don't know how you explain it, you know. But it's, it was it's interesting really, it, like, to hear. I think the most interesting thing is, you know, that people talk about how uniquely Canadian they were. And whereas I might not feel that, I think people are right because they were only popular here. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, how much more Canadian can you be yeah. to be only... Like, the other... Yeah. Think of all the classic... The Guess Who, they were the first big Canadian band to break in other the states and other yeah. countries. That's right. And the kind of think, of, think of the ones now. Drake. You know? Sure. There's, there's people that are huge fucking all stars world, now. Yeah. yeah. You know? Like, everywhere. And yeah. they... Even Rush. And it's like... Tragically Hip just never broke outside it, of Canada. And I think, I think it's one of the few exceptions where... That happens where you're big in Canada and people respect you still. Yeah, right? Usually, yeah, yeah. if you're big in Canada, they don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah, Brian Adams true. or yeah, something. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, unless you have an international impact, yeah. Yeah. people just say, ah, whatever. They're, yeah. they're, they're embarrassing or yeah. they don't care. Yeah. But, some, but, <laughs> but some you just, it's, it really is funny to sit back and look at how many huge Canadian mega music stars there are, even just in the past decade or yeah. so. Right, right. right. But, but they yeah. were huge here without being huge outside yeah. of Canada, yeah. Yeah. which. Yeah. I think is totally which is rare. rare. I don't think yeah. that has, no, that's true. No, that exactly. ever happened. No, I doubt no, it. No, that is true. Other than like a Blue Rodeo or something like that. Yeah. I mean, like Blue Rodeo is kind of one of those bands. That's not on the same scale as No, not Blue Rodeo aren't huge like no, that way. They're not big, the same but they're way not. that the hip were. No, yeah. no, but I mean, Blue Rodeo is, I mean, are they, they are they big outside of Canada? Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't, no, I don't know what not they, super, yeah, no. That's I don't true. Think so. I don't really no. know. 
Uh, so, George, you're uh, overrated and uh, underrated. Overrated and under. Well, overrated, I think. Uh, here's the thing, I guess, sort of, uh, I guess, uh, say it this way. Uh, uh, the Beatles, uh, I think, are overrated. Uh, I, I think their later stuff is overrated. Like, everything, like, from 67 onward, right. I think, completely overrated. Right. I, th- I listen to that music. I don't get it, man. It sounds like... Old broken men just. Oh, which ones? Like which album? Well, he's saying everyone. Sixty-seven, 67 on. on. Oh, right. so, okay. so Sergeant Pepper till the end. And the, and the people and like you listen to like like Long and Winding Road. I just want to put a bullet in my brain. You know, <laughs> what I mean? it's so depressing. You know, like all their stuff is like heavy. Like they started out. They were amazing. Yeah. They had all this energy. Yeah. They were four of the funniest fucking guys yeah. you've yeah. ever Very heard. Yeah, the Christmas singles are hilarious. Yeah. The Christmas singles show all that shit off. They're yeah. amazing. Yeah. And then all of a sudden in 67, they all, to a man, stopped having a sense of humor. Yeah. They were all miserable. They wrote horrible music. It's because they all became vegetarians. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Well. I think also, too, it's like from about 67 onward, they basically started writing some more songs on their own. And but even the, I mean, it there was, was like a dr- little bit. So it, it was drugs, man. It, it was like just ruined him. It was like maybe 70, 30 sometimes with like some of the Paul McCartney, John Lennon stuff. But I think even the earlier stuff, it, you kind of got a sense of like, OK, well, it sounds like two guys are writing this song rather than like, oh, this is a Paul song. This but, is a George. But song, also the energy shifted, man. They were so fun. They had so much energy. And then at 67, it's like energy's gone. And, you know, and they I think that's a lot leaden. of it is that's just victims of the circumstances they were in. George, like having the, the Apple thing totally fucked them up. And I think a lot of things started to draw that energy in different directions away from the music. And stuff like that, and I think that's why maybe. Yeah, but and the ar- fact that they're falling apart already by sixty-seven. But other really. artists have shit. Have, look, look at Jerry Lee. He had lots of shit happen to him, yeah. and he gave a hundred percent all the time. Yeah. like he made great records. But he wasn't also under the extreme pressure and stress that those guys were under too, because he was never at that same level of fame. Right? Well, also I think Jan- Jerry Lee had a handful of amphetamines too that helped him sort of like <laughs> well he chose the right going. drugs yeah. right? <laughs> which was yeah. actually acid. The, that's which like was actually the name of one of his speed. albums yeah. handful of amphetamines any amphetamine is a friend of mine is a George, Jerry Lee Lewis uh, song um, and then so uh, alright and I would have guessed that someone would have been like overrated sort of the Beatles the second their later years. I always kind of, you do get the sense that they're taking themselves really seriously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And having no fun, zero yeah, fun. Yeah. yeah so the how fun do is I have out, fun the fun is out of the music at that period yeah. for sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, Abbey Road was a fun record, yeah. I think, but it even, seems so. Well, that was their petty. attempt to go back to, yeah. right. Yeah. Of being doing a band it, of doing yeah. it the way they had done it earlier. Right. right. Uh, and so, uh, underrated. Band. But you know what? The other thing I always say about the uh, Beatles, this is what I love about the Beatles. Whenever they wrote a song that took place underwater, they got Ringo to sing it. Yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, this, this one's in the submarine. Hey, Ringo, why don't you Octopus's this? Garden. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Ringo, we're under yeah. the water again. You do this one. Yeah. Uh, uh, so uh, underrated. Underrated is, uh, I think, uh, The Fall. The oh, Fall oh, are nice. an very amazing good. Yeah. Yeah, band, good. and they have been very consistently good. good. I think lyrically, it's amazing what he does lyrically. Yeah. It's just so yeah. uh, compelling, yeah. I think, uh, to me. Yeah. And uh, I think musically they've evolved all the way through. And uh, I, I don't know. I, I think uh, they're a super consistent uh, band, but I guess... Uh, One of the no. best live shows I ever saw was the Fall at the Opera House. Amazing. See, I don't know. I don't know much about the Fall. I know Cruisers Creek. Only that was their, that was probably their biggest yeah. hit. Yeah. Only because a guy for, uh, told me when I was like, and I didn't even know the band when he told me uh, the story. He was, um, I think I was, 
Um, it's so weird, you know, when you're young and a guy could be, if you know, if you, if you're uh, if you're 17 and a guy who's 24 seems like he's so much older, even though like you know it's what like you know it's like seven years difference doesn't seem like that big a deal when when you, later on you in, in life. But sure, I remember I had a manager once when I worked at a movie theater who told me it's like you know you're at a great party, man, when you show up and they start playing Cruiser's Creek by the fall and you walk through that party and by the time you get to the other side of the room, you got a joint in one hand and a beer in the other. <laughs> and I was just yeah. sort of this innocent sort of kid. It was like 17. I hadn't really done that much partying, so I was like, oh, man, that sounds so cool. I don't know what band you're talking about, but they must be pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, um, I was excited when George was on your show and I got to play Cruiser's Creek before he came out. Oh, that was amazing. Yeah, that was really yeah. great. I love that. And and I, uh, and I they're another band that, that I don't think uh, are uh, bound by the time that they're in. Yeah. Yeah. It's like almost like when you listen to Can, yeah. you go like, oh, this could be from any time. Yes. Yeah, it yeah, doesn't yeah. sound yes. like – I'm also really – Intrigued by that. What about uh, so Dan? Your uh, well, over. Uh, I'm I definitely a nod to Kevin with the tragically hip. I totally agree with that. But the one that I think in this, although he said the Beatles, so I don't know. But I have had arguments with people about this, and I think the band are oh, overrated. Okay. I okay, really yeah. do. Yeah. Uh, they don't get me wrong. They had a lot it. of great music and a lot of great songs, but they're always it. quoted as being. Oh, these great fathers that took rock and roll in a certain direction, and they did this, and they did that, and they defined this, and I'm like. I don't see it. I see a bunch of good songs, yeah. but I don't see this huge influence that you place on them that they had within the history of popular music. I don't see that. I, I see wondered. a bunch of really good songs, but I don't see that. Do you huge. think The Last Waltz has something to do with it? The mo- the film The Last Waltz? Because I, I, I I've never thought of the band as being much of anything in terms of an influence on everything, but it, but it, people always seem to go back to that film as being the maybe the thing that. Yeah. Right. The, what the pretentiousness of it of just like well no no not that no no but the like, mammoth scale of it of of, 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 of having all people those referencing people. the fact that because they made a film called the last waltz about the band's last you know the band's last show or or whatever is like like that somehow raised them to another level that yeah. i don't think maybe it might it, it might because i agree too i don't think that i was never thought they were i, ju- I mean a band and then uh for underrated warren zevon Oh, I yeah. picked Warren Zevon ah. because he was fucking fantastic songwriter. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, musically, maybe pretty straight up rock and roll, but fucking inter- uh, for a guy like for me, for music, it's the music that grabs me first. It's yeah. n- it's very rarely the lyrics yeah, that grab the same me way first. Music, Punk yeah. music used to be the best at grabbing me from the lyrics. Yeah. But music, it's music. It's I've got to feel the music somehow first. Yeah. And yeah. Warren Zevon, it is really just kind of straight rock and roll. But the lyric writing, and I just hate the. Fu- you know, I hate it that someone like him, all anybody thinks about is Werewolves of London. Sure, sure. And I'm like, he's written fucking 900 songs better than that. He's written great social commentary. He's great political commentary. Very uh, candid songs about his own problems and demons and shit like that. And I just thought, I just thought he was so great at, at, at coming across, putting ideas across. Like, he wrote a, in his later days, he wrote a song about going to the doctor called My Shit's Fucked Up. <laughs> This is awesome. Yeah, yeah, my shit's <laughs> fucked up. I love it. It's like That's right really to good. the point, man. It's That's like, what I say in the mirror every morning when I go <laughs> in the shower. That's how I start my day. And, and you got a hit song, you didn't know it. It's a it's a great it's a great should, song. And I just think and it really bothered me when 
everyone knew that he was passing away, and they all fucking jumped on the bandwagon. It's like, oh, well, Springsteen's going to be on the record, and this guy's going to be on the record, and that. And it's like, where were you fuckers were the rest of his career, right? Yeah. Springsteen's like, the one guy. I really, I really hate that when someone's passing, and he's like, okay, I'm going to do one more record before I go, and then it just turns into this big, wow, I got to... This guy's got it. I've got to have this guy and this guy, and that guy wants to be on it, and this guy wants to be on it. And everybody buys his album, and he wins the Grammy after he's dead. It's like, fuck you people, man. Where the <laughs> fuck were you yeah. when he was cranking out all this wicked music the rest of his career, well, man? I, I, uh, you know, yeah. I felt the same way that way when they did that with B.B. King in the 80s, when everybody's like going to do a duet with B.B. King. And it's like, you guys don't give a fuck yeah. about B.B. King. Like, no. It's to make yourself look good. And like, look at me playing with a black well, artist. B.B. Oh, yeah, well, King was the one guy when B.B. King died. Everyone was like, oh, my God, I can't believe he's died. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love BB King. Well, you never went to go see him. No, in I know. It's like, oh, but I, hell? oh, but like, I loved all on. of his records. Yeah, but you don't own any of his records. <laughs> oh, but I want, I loved him so much. And then I was just, uh, it's the, it's the old thing of just like, yeah, but I bet if you took a time machine two days ago, I bet you weren't even sure if BB King was alive. Yeah. So yeah. it's like that thing of just like, you can't be that upset when someone's dead if you didn't even know they were alive in the first yeah. place. Yeah, okay. True. All right. So final, qu- almost final question. If you had to give up uh, one thing, uh, 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 urinating or defecating, which one would it be? Like, you don't have to do one of them for the rest of your life. Like, all you did was either, you, all you had to do was either poo or pee, and that was it. That's easy. I'll tell you yeah, mine. I think it's easy, too. Okay. 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 I'll tell you. Uh, I would give up urinating. That's what I would do. I would oh, totally yeah. do it. Because think of it. How many times... Have you had to pull over your car because you had to take a piss while you're driving? Or you had That's to get true. up during a movie because you had to go and take a pee? You could use so many things, and, uh, you know, some people... Yeah, well, wait a minute. Wait you a take minute. A one, <laughs> you take one dump a day. Or, no, wait or a second. Two. Now, you didn't or, see. Now, you or didn't phrase you, the how question. Many times you had to, how many times do you have to pee <laughs> right. a day? You, you said, do you have to pee or poo? You didn't say, you got. would you rather pee ten times a day or poo once a day? You said, would you rather pee or poo? No, but I'm just I'm, I'm okay. Would you rather pee or poo? I mean, I, I would, would always... rather pee. Really? I would, yeah, because I don't want to deal with shit. <laughs> like I'm not a big fan of shit. How messy are your shits, though? <laughs> it's bad enough. It's just it stinks. It's gross. You got to wipe your ass with your hand and a piece of thin oh, paper. Your hand? What do you and, <laughs> and and it's just peeing so simple. You can do it in an alley. Go back there to the other go, question. Right. You I can know, do it in an alley. You can if you got to get up and pee during a movie, you might miss five five minutes tops. If you got to shit, you're going to be in there for a whole long time. What if you can't shit and you got to? No, you'll you'll like, have to shit. Like, <laughs> I don't know, man. To me, peeing just seems so much more simpler, easier. Simpler, but I mean, how? I think your days are, are disrupted by having to go up and take a piss. And first of all, why? And well, disrupt, shit doesn't disrupt your day. How does a shit only not dis- disrupt? Only disrupts your day like maybe once or twice so, a day. So, I mean, first of all, how many times are you shitting a day? Well, you actually, to to I do go more than I do okay. more than once a day. So, okay, well, okay, even once or twice a day is acceptable. <laughs> but I, I bet you pee a lot more than once. It's or fucking so. easy though, Dave. You just want <laughs> Okay, first of all, zip, unzip, piss, you're done. Neither of them are, should you be gotta, difficult. You gotta like <laughs> taking the shit. Are. It's like oh, you gotta pull your pants down. You gotta controversial shit. You gotta freaking wipe your ass. You gotta wash your hands afterwards. You well, gotta you fucking, don't have to. You do gotta it. air out the bathroom. <laughs> you gotta freaking light a candle. You got like there's too much involved, man. And then how many times have you been caught in a public washroom where there's no fucking toilet paper? Does <laughs> not an issue when you don't when you just have to That's pee, true. is it? That is okay. Well, that is true. You could always inspect the toilet paper before you sit down. How many when you really have to go, how many people do that? 
well, I'm only looking out for number one. <laughs> nobody, uh, nobody when they while I'm take doing a shit, number two, nobody when they, nobody I'm looking when out they for number one while I'm doing number is two. Going, it's going to sit down and go, ah, what the fuck? There better be some toilet paper. They're trying to get there before they shit their pants. But if you knew that all you had to do was poo, right. then you would be prepared. And then you just, but I, I just think that. So no matter how much beer you drank, you would still only poo once or twice a day. Yeah, I see. That's yeah. another thing. Wow. Yeah, right. All right. Well, I mean, how many times have you? you okay. Well, first of all, you would. You were the only one, unless you choose to tell the rest of the world. Hey, guess what, everybody? I, I don't piss. But you're the only one that knows that, that knows you have it. the ability that that you you don't. <laughs> I don't pee. think that really we're, changes we're my mind. Superpowers. Sure, we're back to superpowers <laughs> That's now. That's right. <laughs> no, it doesn't sure. really change my mind. Okay, maybe it doesn't change your mind. But I'm always saying you could always just say, "Oh, I gotta get up and take a piss." If you have to leave whatever situation that you're in, uh, but uh, but you don't actually. But I'm just like, how many times have you had to get up out of bed at night because you have to take a piss? Rarely do I, oh, my God, I have to take a dump. I got to get out of bed. Okay, fair enough. But, I mean, big deal. <laughs> Taking a piss is easy. Like, even, you can piss Neither in your sleep. Neither of them should be hard. You can piss in your sleep. You just sit down. You don't even have to think about it. You sit on the toilet. You close your eyes. You piss. You fundle your back back away. If you had to dump, then you got to wake up. You got to turn the light on. You got to, like. Okay, nobody what? ever shits the bed, but people do piss the bed. Okay, so well, I'm just saying, if you don't have again, to piss, that's easier to clean but, up too. If it does happen, but okay, okay, barring all practicality, but let's face it, pooing is me time. So we'll that's see. What there, I yeah, like. when you I take would give a, dump, a beam because pooing is my time to just reflect. You can you can look read at your, a little bit. You can read a magazine. Look at your phone. Like, you could. Sorry, yeah. man. You know, it I'm is possible to reflect without pooing. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Did you ever try to think of just nothing? Yeah, pretty hard, isn't it? Yeah, something always keeps sneaking in there. All right, all right, all right. Okay, there we go. That was a fun, fun episode. It was a little bit of a long one. Getting to more of a uh, an hour, closer to an hour and a half. I gotta, uh, I gotta uh, fucking put a. a, a Harder, uh, I gotta put the hammer down on the uh, the timer. I only want these questions to go ten minutes, and uh, we kind of stretched it out a little bit more. And uh, we're gonna stretch it out a little bit more for the next episode, where we have Dom Pere, Jamila Ross, and Claire Bussow. But that was a very funny episode to do, and um, they those they were all uh, three great guests. So lots of fun with them. And um, so uh, please remember to uh, listen, enjoy, like, subscribe. Tell a friend about the podcast. I hope you're having a good time listening to them. I'm still having a good time producing them. And uh, remember, you know, where to find us on uh, Twitter, Facebook, um, and uh, all over the Internet. And uh, uh, until next time, uh, take care, enjoy, uh, and uh, you'll hear from us real soon. Goodbye. And, uh, of course, always you know, next time, lots of uh, funny questions, lots of great answers.